parents strongly cautioned, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some materials that many parents would not find suitable for children. The programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language and suggestive dialogue. This is J. Michael Tatum and you're listening to a Toonami Faithful Podcast exclusive. Hey everybody, welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. My name is Jose Argumetto, and with me tonight is... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Zach Logan, host of the Unofficial One Piece Podcast. And... Steve Yurko, co-host of the One Piece Podcast. And one last thing about the One Piece Podcast. You guys just got nominated for the Woo! One Piece... Not One Piece, uh, the Podcast Awards. <laughs> There is an award just for One Piece podcast. No, no, yeah, thanks. And for the best One Piece podcast, the nominees are the One Piece Log Book, (laughs) the unofficial Tsunami Podcast, which hasn't been updated in like a year. Yeah. Well, because we joined. Oh, yeah. Were we going to do something with that? Yeah, I'm waiting for that to come back, man. I was a really big fan of that show. (laughs) I heard last week someone was. Sure you were. And then when we finally said, like, hey, why don't we just join Fourth Strike? Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yes as in victory. We won. Yeah, we did win. Damn straight we did. did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you you won at having no life. No, I'm sorry. See, that's that's coming off so douchey. (laughs) But it's Uh, true. Hey, I I only have no life on Sunday. Then I I have a life the rest of the week. (laughs) Now, the rest of the week, I'm editing your goddamn movie. (laughs) (laughs) In the end, you are our bitch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No. No, um, Jose's been doing a freaking fantastic job. Ever since we joined forces, it's it's been really great to get to know you guys, and yeah. uh, especially Jose. <laughs> oh, thanks. Because because Jose now it's like, hey, we could do video, and then we have someone totally capable of editing it and making it look good, and that's exactly what Jose's been doing. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about One Piece podcast goes to Japan in a minute, but we got to get through all this stuff first because we have such a long show this week, or I expect uh. it to be long. I hope yes. it's long or else I'm... Well, there's I'm less of us here. There's only four of us, so I think they'll, the banter will be limited. Um, but please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podomatic. And we should be up on Stitcher soon. Uh, soon, sorry. And I think we're still on Zoom. Not sure. Can't really check. I'm on a Mac. <laughs> we're religious. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. And follow our Tumblr account at ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. Visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the old episodes of the podcast. And um, we now have three ways. Oh, I guess we're pointing this out now. I didn't know we were doing that. Well, Paul, I'll let you take it from here. Yes, yeah, so now we have, uh, we're having three ways. I, I don't know why Jose said three ways. Because, <laughs> because you, the, wrote, you wrote that. You wrote, uh, I know, I you know wrote I three ways. That, I, that's kind of funny. But anyways, um, so we now have three ways. That's what she said to donate. Um, and the reason I have to put the third one is because a lot of you have been asking, why do we have ads on Twitter? And I'll answer that in about two seconds. But uh, first, obviously, you can donate one, to us by shut up two. by uh, purchasing <laughs> by purchasing a T-shirt, which is twelve dollars. Uh, it's tunamifaithful.bandcamp.com. 
Uh, again, if you purchase the T-shirt, you get Nerdcore Absolution for free. Um, if you don't want the T-shirt, which is twelve dollars, you can also buy the CD, which is, I believe, four dollars. Uh, that is also there at tsunamifaithful.bandcamp.com. Um, both ways, you can actually donate more money if you want. So, you know, if you want something for donating, that's what you have to do. Uh, the second way to donate, um, and I believe our friends at the One Piece podcast did this as well. Mm-hmm. Did you do that, Zach, I believe? Yeah. Um, basically, we have a donate button. It's uh, tsunamifaithful.com slash donate. There's actually a link at the top of the website now. Uh, where it says donate. If you click there, uh, it'll take you to where you guys can donate um, as much money as you want. Uh, again, right now our our major concern is Jose's camera. Um, I'm sure Jose will say I'll something. I'll attest about also that. to that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's being held together with duct tape, literally. So if you guys can help us out, we would appreciate it. Again, it's tsunamifaithful.com/donate, or, or when you go to tsunamifaithful.com, you can click on the donate link at the top of the the page. And just donate whatever you can. Even if it's just a dollar, that will help us. Um, it's not going to just help us with Jose's camera. Again, it will help us with going to cons. It'll help us um, with other things that we have coming up. You've seen a lot of our content. We try to bring you as much as possible. So the more money we have, the more that we can do. And that's what the purpose of the money is. More money, less problems, in other words. Yes, thank you. Um, and then the third thing, which... You guys, you know, we haven't had sponsored tweets in a while because they really haven't been offering us anything because we charge a huge price for it. But um, basically, sponsored tweets is a way for us to get money by all you have to do is just click a link and we get paid. Simple as that. So when an ad shows up on the Toonami News Twitter account and it's only going to show up there, it's not going to show up anywhere else. If you click on it, you don't pay for anything. You're just clicking. It brings you to a web page. You're done. You just paid us. You didn't do anything. You didn't give us any money. You just paid us. Well, unless so, you, unless you go ahead and buy that awesome service that that tweet is probably providing you with, please feel oh, free yeah. to buy that. Guaranteed <laughs> yes, to be an awesome service. We totally, totally uh, love that service, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you guys don't have any money and you want to help somehow, this is the best way to do it. Um, So anytime you see an ad, just click on the link, and again, that will give us money. So um, please help us out any way that you can. Uh, Again, if you need to listen to what I just said about those three things, rewind the podcast. (laughs) So that's how you can can do that now. That's a weird thing (laughs) to say. Eh, hey, were you not paying attention to what we just said? Rewind it to hear what we just said. <laughs> hey, we need money, dude. We need to repair your camera. That's the most important thing. I right know, now. but that's a weird. Uh, never mind. That's just a weird thing to say. <laughs> eh, whatever. Anyways, uh, um, and then the last thing before we get into the news, and I can rant about something. Um, old school Friday. Um, I actually didn't put one up this week because, well, there was huge yeah. news at five o'clock in the morning. So I figured five, five, three. Was it three? Three o'clock in the morning. You bitches are waking me up to get this damn thing up. Really? Yes, really. Well, I'm why, not cranky about that. Why does Jose put still. in charge of that? Like, why? Why does Jose have to I be woken up for that? I was asleep, so I don't know who was text tweeting or whatever. But uh, Matt, Matt tipped me off to it, and I, I had to go do it. 
Yeah. Oh, you so, know what it was? So, oh, no, no, thank no. you, thank you, Matt. But I was still, I was like super cranky and not, right. not very nice. So well, sorry. Actually, no, no, no. I, I remember what was happening. Um, this was before I went to bed. Anime News Network had broke the news that Space Dandy was coming. No, they didn't. We posted it even before they did. Did we? Yes, we did. Doesn't that feel nice when you do that, though? Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I must have been in bed when that happened, but okay. So, uh, Old School Friday will be back next week. Um, again, if you guys have a favorite Toonami promo, send it to us at contact us at ToonamiFaithful.com. Uh, let us know why you like that promo, and we will put it up. If not, we'll just choose something. <laughs> so, um, that'll be back next I week. I suggest but- the Hamtaro intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, um, that one's restricted. <laughs> Just the thought. Um, I'll do it for you, Steve. Fuck it, why not? Oh, thank you, dear. Um, so that's it. That's all I gotta say. What are we standing around here for? Let's bombs away. I'm trying to remember. Well, what, I how guess they're goes. kind of cute. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, was it Man, good man. things come in small packages? That was one too, right? Big things come in small packages. That's my Peter Cullen impression. Yeah, yeah I'm not even going to try. <laughs> the the tagline for that should have been like, yeah, but we think it could get draw ratings. That should have been <laughs> Yeah, the, we're the under catch. contract by Viz. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it plays twice a day. <laughs> it did. It, it, it did. Play twice a day. Yeah, it played uh, once in the morning. Yep. Uh, so anyways, let's go ahead and get to the news, because we have a lot, actually. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Bleach comes in at 1,105,000, Naruto comes in at 964,000, One Piece 892,000, Soul Eater uh, 865,000, Sword Art Online 939,000, the finale of IGPX, the first half hour came in at 779,000, the second half hour came in at 722,000, excuse me, um, I wish it was 72,000, that would have been awesome, uh, and Big O Season 2 ends the night with uh, 687,000, or ends to run, rather. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 661,000. Bebop leaves with 628,000. And Inuyasha brings it in with 688,000 and 700,000. And 700, Those are your ratings for October 19th, 2013. Question. Yes. Yes. Okay, sorry. I, I, I kind of waited for a yes. Um, I, I really haven't been staying up. Actually, I haven't really been catching to at all lately. Did did Big O season two get a full run, or did they cut it short? Uh, no, it got it got to episode twenty six, and it did run. Uh, wow! Not it didn't run the first season, obviously, because I don't have the right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that. But how, uh, how long? Jesus! I don't think I don't think it did. I thought it, it. I thought it. I thought it just came back like a month ago. It's only thirteen episodes. Yeah, yeah, but, but I don't think it's been on for more than like five weeks. I mean, this is a discussion for another day since we have so much but Sorry, I, and I, I haven't I, been on in a while no it's, <laughs> it's been running for 13 weeks i can never oh. stay up until three was it three thirty? Yeah, especially when i have it on tbd sorry i'm uh, sorry <laughs> yeah. i shouldn't be saying that i shouldn't be saying that <laughs> no i mean why watch it when you can just own the dvd well i mean you I have think to do yeah, both too you I have do to do both yeah that's what i do i'm still watching igpx like an idiot what? although well, staying up till four o'clock in the morning is not going to become a regular thing 
that's not yeah happening. it's it's tough it's tough especially when i work it is really tough I what you should do is just wake up early i dvr well because then i miss all the good stuff like one piece that's yeah. also true oh, see i was very smart yeah yeah uh, that's what that's why you dvr that stuff and watch it the very next morning mm-hmm. or it's on adultswim.com yeah some of it i don't know if all of it is but definitely one piece is and and for those of you that aren't watching ghost in the shell you should be watching ghost in the shell it's a pretty kick-ass show it's back on finally Although you can watch it kind of everywhere. It's not quite his IGPX, but it'll do. <laughs> actually, it's one of Jose's top shows. Yeah, so. I mean, I actually like that show more than IGPX, so <gasps> make sure you watch that. Wait, Never wait, wait. I'd, I'd hear that. I, 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 I think we need to, like, record that. Rewind. Podcast Guys, we, rewind it, yes. Paul, you were freaking there when we did the top ten. <laughs> Yes, I was. Yes, I know. you were there. <laughs> this is Wait, not top news. Top 10 favorite tsunami shows? Yeah, we did this uh, about a year ago. Oh, yeah. that must be fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, It was during my two-week sabbatical to Japan, so we had content to cover while I was away. In Japan? In Japan. I was, <laughs> I was really secretly good. working on the One Piece podcast goes to Japan before it <laughs> even became a thing. <laughs> You were you, you were like scouting Japan. I was, I was scouting, <laughs> you were scouting locations. Yeah, and you knew exactly what One Piece events were going to be going on a year later. Yeah, you were on the ball. I I totally was, man. That's pre-production for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but very quickly, very quickly, the ratings comparison uh, for last year: Bleach came in at nine hundred uh, nine hundred eight thousand. Samurai 7, 740,000. Casher and Sins. Kill Casher. Kill Casher. 676,000. Eureka 7, 653,000. Symbionic Titan, 618,000. Thundercats, 621,000. Brotherhood, 605,000. Brotherhood, 645,000. Standalone Complex, 536,000. Standalone Complex, uh, 506,000. Bebop, 470,000. And Bebop ended the night with 520,000. So that's obviously up from pretty much everything. So good job, everybody. Yeah, yes. it's looking good. Uh, this and we were—I think this was talked about on the Tumblr actually. Um, this time of year is not usually quite as good for ratings as over the summer, which I just have to keep reminding myself because it, it was so good during those last few weeks of the summer. I think it well, was. I think, I think it was. What was it? We didn't get a show that was below 800,000 that one week and I was just like oh my god and we had quit <laughs> millions I think wasn't like 5 million yeah five we million. Yeah, for a couple weeks yeah. we had like yeah. 5 shows that were a million when Sword Art yeah. was decent I'm gonna have that conversation <laughs> later but not on this podcast anyways <laughs> should we talk about trending uh, yes we should we'll just go through it real quick uh, it was a perfect again no yes perfect. yes it was it was perfect trending uh, for both U.S. and worldwide, uh, but we also had a lot of other stuff trend, so good job, guys. Toonami trended uh, worldwide and in the U.S. Uh, let's go through U.S. trends real fast. Hinata, Neji, uh, Blackstar, again, oddly. Asuna, Fooly Cooly, like the spelled-out version of FLCL, Fooly Cooly. Um, and that's it for U.S. US. Worldwide, Rangiku, uh, Water 7, Black Star, Asuna, Fooly Cooly, Shooting Star. And that's it. And by the way, the hashtag is Ghost in the Shell, not G-I-T-S. Just so everybody knows. It's what we were using last year, not, not this. 
It's the same one. Well, I also noticed they dropped the standalone complex. Was that I did was did that used to be on the I thought that used to be on like the cards, the um, it may have been on the card, but the hashtag was always Ghost in the Shell. That's just because Ghost in the right. Shell is really easy to trend. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's way easier yeah, than we, gets. We believe started it or not. doing I thought we did G I T S for a while though. No, but I also <laughs> But I also noticed that uh Adult Swim or Tsunami, I don't know why I said adults. Well it's the same people. I uh, didn't use Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, they just called it Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, and I don't even think we're gonna see second gig because it just it's really long, man. Like that I love that the, show, but it's a really long anything. title. <laughs> I'm surprised Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood fits in. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, it sucks that they had to call it that, but I, I mean, it makes sense. Otherwise, people would be incredibly confused. Yeah, people would be like, what are you talking about, the 1995 movie or this? <laughs> so, um, and I, well, actually, that confusion kind of helps us on Twitter because then everyone's like, oh, hey, someone's talking about Ghost in the Shell at four o'clock in the morning. They must be talking about the movie. Let's tweet about it. And that helps because yeah, it counts. True. For ratings uh, right. or something. We're not sure. Yes. Well, no, uh, that's the only thing I learned on Tumblr today is that Jason said that the Twitter stuff is helping. So I I guess it's counting somewhere. Yeah. We don't know how or or in what way, but yeah. But before we get to that Q&A, which we will get to, uh, there was a game review for Puppeteer, a game I've never heard of. Neither have I. It's a Puppeteer. That's a funny way to pronounce uh, Little Big Planet. That's what it looks like. It looks like Little is Big it, Planet. Is it? I know I should have done my research, but I didn't realize we were going to talk about it. Uh, no, I should have. My bad. Um, it looks exactly like Little Big Planet. I, I'm pretty sure it's probably made by the same people. It even has the same bubble popping sound effects. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Media, Media Molecule. I think that's the developer. Um, I can look it up while you guys are talking. Yeah, yeah. sure. But, or, uh, you could just, or you could just not say that. And then just By the say, way, a lot of find out actually, and just make podcast magic. I mean, we could just we could just say uh, maybe it is just a little big planet mod that actually got made into a full game. Um, I do want to say that a lot of people actually thought that the game review was going to be Grand Theft Auto this week. I don't know why, but because Jason's playing it, I should really? know. I saw it I, on his desk. I don't know if they. Well, then again, it's Adult Swim. Maybe you know we do like have a chance of hearing Tom review it, but I don't know. I think the game is just a little too uh, risque. I don't. I don't think that's the. I mean, we're on Adult Swim, so I don't really think that's a problem, yeah. especially since they do advertise the game. Uh, do yeah. they? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Well, then again, I hardly watch Adult Swim these days. I just watch Toonami. Yeah, they they uh, do actually do advertise it, but okay. um. So but I, then again, does does Grand Theft Auto need the press? No, but you know they <laughs> they like to review stuff that they like, and uh-huh. obviously Puppeteer is something that needed the press because four of us have never heard of this game. If no. they, man, if they like went and reviewed like the new Attorney, I'd like pop a gasket. Is that even? I, a positive I, don't think thing? Is, I don't think it is the same people, from what I could tell. Uh, by the way, but I'm still yeah. going to stand by. It looks like something from Little Big Planet. It's someone it who d- modded the does. game. Feels like it too. Yeah, it's Sounds someone who like modded it. the game and just mm-hmm. put it out on the PlayStation Network and sell it. Yeah. So uh, you heard it here first. We're making that well, up. <laughs> well, we we have good fans. Someone will tell us. Someone will enlighten us. Someone will tweet us in anger and be like, "No, it's not." I made a very obscure Ninja Turtles reference, and I didn't understand it. 
And then one of our listeners, this was on the One Piece podcast, of course, someone said, oh, hey, here, here, here's the whole situation. I was like, well, well, our fans just cover everything. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I've been corrected on stuff all the time, which is good. I love it when people correct me on stuff. Um, <laughs> really? That sounded, that sounded uh, sarcastic. Set up, set I, meant that straight. Sin- I meant that sincerely. Jose, <laughs> set up straight. Oh, thanks, man. Um, no, because like sometimes we don't behind have, your ears. We don't have the time to. Oh, you're just being helpful today. Sometimes we don't have. Uh, oh my God, he really appreciates it. Yeah. Uh, we sometimes we don't have the time to uh, to really like look at all this stuff while we're podcasting, and so it's really nice when you guys come yeah. back and tell us stuff like, "Oh, hey, you you actually said you said this, you meant this." As long as you do it politely, don't be a dick about it. Don't be like battle. Of gods, <laughs> don't care. Battle of gods. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a hashtag. That needs to be a T-shirt. Oh man, hashtag, hashtag don't care. Don't battle care. Of battle of gods. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, that, I'm anyway. sorry. I'm not hamming it up. That's genuine laughter. I know. Right there. Oh, was, good times. Get the funny. You, the so, people who said the guy who said that's an asshole, but we're laughing at it. Yeah, I'm, well, cause we're, cause we're, we're mocking it now, yeah. and yeah, we're mocking it because shut up, you know. <laughs> so, uh, I guess it's time to get to the Q and A, where, um, I don't want to say I'm pissed off or anything because Paul Paul's gonna say he was pissed off, but it was just like, damn, I wish people would stop asking questions that were the same five questions over and over again because none of mine got through. And I usually get, like, one or two through. Why don't you... No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You did get one through. I don't remember what it was, but... Oh, no, it was asking about the... um, It was the one that you where you yeah, asked you about how did your question go through to broadcast. That one. Oh, wait, what, 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 no? Remember you, you asked um about how if... How do you get a question... On TV, basically that one. Oh, that made it. Oh, I didn't even that, see it. That one did yeah, make it. It was, it was the one that didn't make it. So I don't know if any of mine made it, but I, I know mine. Didn't. Didn't. I know mine didn't. Oh, now I gotta look for it. Where is it? I forgot what I asked. Um, so you guys can talk, and then I'll talk because I have a long. <laughs> he's I have a long I, for whatever reason he's pissed about the Q and A, but I, I, you know, it was a Q and A. It was whatever. Um, who's, I just who's pissed, Paul. Yeah, Paul's pissed about it. Um, mm. I, I, I know what he's pissed about, too. He's pissed about the videos, I guess. Even though I thought Dana coming around on videos, kind of giving us a mini William Street tour, was kind of funny. It was a good response. I thought it was cool. Um, and, yeah, I'm still looking for my question. I don't see it. No, it's the answer was, it's uh, the question was, how do we designate our question for Tom and Sarah if we want to, uh, if we want it on the air and not answer it on the Tumblr? Is it just random? Uh, the answer was it's based on what we think the best questions might be for the general public, i.e. some of the millions of people watching who aren't familiar with this Tumblr but might want the answer to certain questions. If your question is smart, polite, and something we might think a broader audience would find interesting, it has a shot. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I learned yeah. something. Yeah. That was a good yeah. question. A lot of the questions were sadly, um, "Hey, can you get eleven or whatever? Like, why aren't subtitles on TV? Like for the eightieth time?" Yeah, that was very annoying. Um, and so, and yeah, no, 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 no sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna well, just bash okay. Well, up. I mean, part of the problem is is they did say look at the FAQ, 
but I don't think they've updated the FAQ since they put it up. So they need to start putting some of these questions in because a lot of people are asking the same question over and over again. And again, let's give let's give credit where credit's due. Some of these people are just coming on there for the first time, so they may mm-hmm. be asking the question for the first time and not have known that, but they didn't update the FAQ. So that's kind of bad on their part. Yeah. Well, the other problem, Paul, I think is also that, and, and Jason, I know is aware of this, uh, is people take advantage of anonymity and ask oh, yeah. really stupid questions because there's no consequences. Yep. By the <sighs> way, the top five most requested shows, we learned this because it's a different list now. Uh, Attack on Titan, DBZ, Fairy Tale. Toriko, yes, yeah, kill a kill. Whoa. Wait, 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 jo- Jose, didn't we do a review on that? Which one, Toriko? Oh yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> That's a great show. What do you guys, th- what do you guys think of Toriko? Oh, I love that show, man. Uh, I think, I I'm think not- it deserves. To oh, be dude, it, it's a, it's such a tsunami ready show, but I don't. At the same time, yeah. I kind of don't want a long running <laughs> show. Yeah. Show. That's right how now? I feel. Because, because of feel, Jose's so. review, I actually really want to see. I actually want it to be on tsunami because of Jose's review. Um, and that's a compliment, Jose, by the way. Maybe maybe if it was like – if we got like another couple of hours on Toonami, then yeah. But mm-hmm. as of right well, now, no. An earlier time slot too. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I've talked – I, I swear to God, I think I've discussed my opinions about Toriko before on this podcast. Uh, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I think I definitely said that Toriko was one of the shows I wanted to see on Toonami. But I think what's, what's against it is first of all, it's definitely – it's a kid's show in japan and, and it's weird coming from the one piece podcast guy but one piece has its maturity toriko is definitely like just kids i could tell it's just like big crazy animals lots of uh crazy looking characters fighting it's it's pretty cut and dry but it's also right. a lot uh, of fun yeah and that's the thing 10 years ago this would have been on toonami Right. This would have been hell. It could have been ruined by four kids and could have been on four kids TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it, like this show, people people want it. Unfortunately, you know, Toonami went away, and the anime industry industry changed a little bit. And I think the anime fans that were watching you back then grew up, and some of them like a little more mature things. Me, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, well, I, if the show like had some, if the show is like like zany and has some interesting characters and interesting world, I'm gung ho for that. I just I don't know if Toriko, and then again, One Piece is on Toonami, so I think Toriko has a chance, but only if it. I I can't see it, it being played better, at two in the morning. Yeah, if it has a better time slot, I think that would work. I mean, I yeah. think I think Toriko. I kind of don't want it on Toonami because I think it has yeah. the potential to be a really popular show. I would love for it to be on another programming block, like, I don't know, Kids WB or whatever the hell is out there. I uh, think it, it I, I think if this was like 10 years ago, this would be the next it, big thing. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the next big, big thing, but it would have like a good run, like how Yu Yu Hakusho had a run. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah maybe definitely. not so much because that was definitely more, like girls definitely were a lot more into Yu Hakusho than I think they would be into Toriko. I just, I don't know, I, I just don't think the, I, I just don't think uh, American anime fans are going to be as open to Toriko as as if they would have been 10 years ago. Prove me wrong, please. It's not like yeah. I'm saying, like, no one's going to watch Toriko, please. If people prove me wrong and Toriko would be a huge hit, I'd be happy. Oh, dude, we <laughs> really need happy. another huge hit, man. We need a lot of yeah. another huge hits really badly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. But no, I, I, I agree to what you were saying for Jose. I would love to see this be on something else, like, like 
you know, WB. It's not even Kids WB anymore. Yeah. Something it's else. Not even, the channel's not even WB anymore. We're old. There was <laughs> yes, a point in time where there you, were two hey, channels you called UPN yeah. and WB. We are that old. There was a time <laughs> where... I was going to say, I remember BKN Kids. There yeah. was Fox Kids. There was uh, cartoons. Let's, let's not go Fox. through the. Let's not go through the nostalgic here because we're gonna feel really. Yeah, I old. know. When, I remember know. when um, anime was on ABC Family? That was okay. weird. Anyways, um, speaking of the top five, um, which by the way, I'm pissed about Digimon Fusion, but that's for a different podcast. Yeah, that um, one that we don't run. Yeah. Um, for the top five. I did say I, I kind of think, and I and I kind of wanted to get to what you guys think. Um, speaking of expand tsunami, um, do you think that? And I don't know when they plan on dubbing Attack on Titan, but do you think that would be? Do you think that maybe they could put that at eleven or eleven thirty? I don't think we're going to see an expansion again so soon. Uh, period. It's just well, no, no, no. I don't. I don't mean like. I don't mean like right this second. I don't mean when space day. If, if anything, I see with Attack on Titan is if they are going to keep the eleven thirty slot, which I guess we'll talk a little bit more about later. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Um, yeah. I and, think then Attack on Titan could take over from Space Dandy yeah. at eleven thirty. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, actually. So um, I think that would be perfect, actually. Yeah, that's that. That's what I assume is going to happen. I don't think I don't think we're going to see Toonami move up again for a long time. I think it's clear, also. I think Tsunami's going to get Attack on Titan. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I think I could say oh, that sure. with some def- definitiveness. Yeah, seriously, it's it's the biggest thing since sliced bread. So they're going to get. Yeah, it. yeah. and I'm it's sure they're big. pressing they're pressing for that too. Yeah, um, I'm sure Funimation is just like here, here are the tapes. <laughs> I'm sure they're already in talks about it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> well, it seems like they're already dubbing the damn show. Well, it's oh, a really yeah. good—it's a really good fit for Tsunami specifically, because unlike Toriko, as you were talking about earlier, it is a very adult show. But also with those action elements that are present in Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece, um, but with a lot more blood and a lot more gore. yeah, uh, a lot more thing. tragedy. I, and yeah, I know um, I haven't really watched the anime, but I know it could get pretty gory. So I, there's probably definitely going to be like a TV edited version. Well, I mean, the one in Japan is the TV edited version. The one oh, we're yeah? Seeing. Is it kind of like with JoJo with how things are kind of edited? I'm like, oh, if you get the it's it's unedited. I mean, I, I can't speak for JoJo, but basically if you do get the Blu-ray, it's it's unedited, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, it, Dead Man was pretty brutal. Is That's just, I have to compare it to that because Attack on Titan's not as bad as Dead Man was, I don't think. Oh, okay. Then I think we'll leave it good. Or it's equivalent. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, think, it's, I think actually Attack on Titan is... Definitely more cringeworthy than Dead Man because Dead Man gleefully played with a lot yeah. of blood. That's this is like this is tragedy straight up. So um, so I think I think we have no problems with uh, violence wise. I think I think SNP oh. will be like, no, nah, it's not a problem. Yeah, I, I don't either. But anyways, we're kind of speculating on something. Let's talk about stuff that actually matters. Unless Paul, oh, you want to get, get your get your stuff up uh, your chest about the Q and A. Anybody, unless anybody else wants to say something about the Q&A first. No? Okay. Um, um, and I'm not the only one that's – when I say this, I'm not the only one that was a little annoyed by this. But Yes, you are. Uh, no, actually I have a bunch of tweets and I can prove that. But anyways, um, did, I, did I find those videos funny at first? Yes. Yes, I did. And then they continued and continued and continued and continued. 
I almost came to a point where I almost threw my fucking phone across the room. I wish you did. Because, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, the problems I, were in the responses as much as the questions were all the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I can, you, well, yeah. I mean, I understand that these trolls are sitting there asking the same question. I even saw some people sit there and basically bait them to send them a video, and they did. And I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, why? This isn't. This is the Q and A, not troll the trolls. I mean, uh, if we're gonna have a Q and A, let's have a Q and A because you have an unlimited amount. Not an unlimited, a limited amount of responses you can give out. And then they stop and they can't respond to any more questions. Why are you wasting it on trolls? Because there was a lot of people tweeting me today that were like, what the fuck is going on? I'm trying to ask a question and they're, they're answering these trolls. Um, <laughs> and people, people will – when they agree with me, they agree with me. Trust me. This – you can't – look, if you're going to have a Q&A, have a Q&A and let these – let us actual faithfuls – actually be able to answer questions. Um, don't troll these trolls. And I'm being nice about this right now because I, I was I was really pissed about this earlier. I enjoyed the videos. You know, I, I, and 30 minutes into the Tumblr, what? I enjoyed the videos. Well, no, I, I don't have a problem with Dana. I think she's hilarious, but it's it just it, playing the same video over and over and over again. And yes, I know there were multiple videos, but they kept playing some of those videos over and over and over again. And I'm just sitting there going, if you're going to do that, just put an announcement up and say, guess what? We're not answering any more questions that re- in regards to this stuff because we have actual questions that people are trying to ask. That's the part that pissed me off the most. You know, if you have an unlimited, if Tumblr allows you a limited amount of responses, don't answer those trolls and let people that are actually want to answer questions ask questions. Well, the thing is, I don't think you've ever seen the inside of their mailbox. I'm sure they're trying to get to those oh, questions. I'm sure that it's huge. And I'm sure that it's probably, I would say, 50 to 75% trolls. So what 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 are the, can they do is just like, all right, well, we can waste time looking for these questions. First of all, we they can just get them to, out quite fast. Jose, Jose, first of all, they need to update their FAQ. That's number one. Okay. They need to do I that. I feel like you're lecturing them. I am lecturing them because I was pissed about that. I think and he's also lecturing of... you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Well, I'm, not, I'm not trying to lecture. I'm <laughs> Jose, sorry. this is what you do. First, you go to Jason. <laughs> you tell him no, to get his shit straight. No fucking it's, way. It's no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Look, I'm just. I'm just like, if we have a Q and A, let's have a Q and A. Let's not troll people. Let's just have the Q and A. And if trolls are trolling, fuck them. Hell, but the other you... question though is like, what are these legit? questions that people are asking they might actually they might either be saving them for the tv show they may they may be too legitimate like oh they might be revealing something or you know who knows i I get that part too but zach here's the problem they're only going to answer maybe three to five questions on tv so all right but here paul you know what i mean you've been to panels right like it's the same fucking five questions at a real I was too. surprised that this Tumblr Q&A did have a how to be a voice actor question. And yet it was sake. answered it was answered in the smartest way I've ever seen, which is like go record a bunch of commercials, go out and get an agent, you know, like yeah. and so on, you know. Well, you know, I think that actually and Jose correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't that been asked like almost every Q&A too? It's asked About- during everything all the time. Yes, yeah. ever in the history of the universe. It's true. I'm- so I you mean, go to your history professor, <laughs> his class. I'm sure there's one kid in there who's going to ask his teacher, "How do you become a voice actor?" It's not a fucking cool question. Stop it. 
forever. I'm just, it's just, I just want them to understand that if there's trolls, don't troll them because then that just brings more trolls, as I saw on the Tumblr. And then people legitimately asking questions, which could be repeats again because the FAQ is not updated. You know, hey, it happens. Um, you know, just don't troll the trolls because there was, I wasn't the only one that was pissed. A lot of other people were pissed too. The thing is, I don't. I think people like put way too much stock into these Q and As. They're yeah, just they're, they're really just well, like kind of little mini panels that they have, I, I have every I month. I understand that too. I understand that too, Jose. But also, when you have a huge announcement like what we're going to get to next, you know, why not wait a couple weeks and do it? Yeah, I, I, mean? I, I agree with that. I wouldn't have done it this week. I would have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were well, to make, they do it at the end of every I'm, month. I'm not, them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. First oh, off, no, no, the, no. Like I. I and I'll, and I'll let you talk, Zach. Sorry, but again, I, I get that there's only six of them, and I get that they do it when they can on their free time. But again, like after a huge announcement like this, that's another thing that annoys me about like this Q and A, for example. They kind of came flat out and said, "Well, we're not going to announce anything new." And obviously, okay, we have probably the hugest announcement since Adult Swim announced Toonami's coming back on the air. I mean, that's up there with that. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with me on that. Um, but if you're going to then have the Q&A, I mean, people are going to, you know, people are going to ask, hey, what are those three movies that you're talking about? Because you just said that on Friday. So why not move it a, move it a couple weeks back? And then when somebody asks you that question, then you can say, hey, these are the three movies. And then we have a huge announcement again. You know what I mean? Like, that's why we that's why I'm paying attention to the Q&A. And yeah, also they never, because they, they never announced stuff yeah. like that on Q and A's. I mean, That's they've announced not, they've announced stuff a couple of times, but like yeah. it's not like I, I think we do put too much stock in these Q and A's. It's you need to treat them like a panel where fans are going to go up and ask their dumbass questions, and you wait for them to actually announce something, and they never do. So just wait for announcements, really, and, 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 I'm, and I'm don't get s- don't get so worked up over the Q and A's. And I'm, I'm going to not... say I've been to a lot of industry panels, and this is not – I'm not bragging. It's its not a good thing. It's, it's very mind-numbing, and they all sound like this. And if you go to a lot of them, which I'm going to say you guys are the equivalent of going to a lot of these industry panels, you get pissed because they're the same ex- exact questions every time, the same exact answers every time, and nothing right. happens. Um, yes. And once in a while, once in a while, something cool happens, like Funimation will announce something. Or, but, I mean, that's not – it's definitely not guaranteed every time. In fact, it probably only happen one in ten times so that's the same syndrome i think we're going through here yeah well i'm kind of i'm kind of wondering if and this is this is just coming to me i'm kind of wondering if because and i and i'm guessing it was leaked that space dandy was coming um it didn't leak didn't leak it did come from tsunami it didn't come from tsunami it just came from japan okay it wasn't right. a leak well, it was just like i'm sure they agreed on because yeah. <laughs> again i was sleeping so i don't know i i don't I don't remember. I don't know. That's how you know it came from Japan because you were sleeping. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, I mean, like, well, then, yeah, never mind. I was going to say maybe they had planned that they were going to announce all this stuff in the Q&A, but I don't know. Like, I just just wish they would have. That's a weird way to announce it, though. I like the way they did it. I think it it worked. Oh, no, no, no. I like the way that they announced it, even though it was early in the morning when nobody really was up it's and it was really cool to wake up to that though i know jose it was cool to wake up that's cool but <laughs> Him and I, I didn't find it as cool because i had to follow the story up until like eight o'clock in the morning i was like oh and waiting for like jason's email 
because I, I had sent off emails to Bondi and Funimation and everyone and their mother uh, to see if I could get any kind of comment. But but other than that, it was like, it was a good experience, but I, I really hope I never have to do anything like that again. Right. Well, I think I've I think I've said what I need to say about the Q and A. I'm just you know I I was just really annoyed about the whole tsunami trolling the trolls and just not allowing other people to ask questions. And that's basically it. You know, if I had I access to the Dana videos, I would play them right now. Just after you all of your to, comments, you can just go to the swim tsunami. I have no problem with Dana. Oh no, I'm I, I'm just gonna play them after every single single thing you say in this podcast. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not gonna do that. It's gonna add like twenty million. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's, that's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. No, but you'll probably be a, a jackass and put it at the end of the podcast. But anyways, moving on. Uh, let's go to the Friday announcements. You mean I'll be an we awesome are- person and put it at the end of the podcast. And that's enough about the Q&A. Let's get to the big one. There was an announcement on Friday uh, from Japan first <laughs> that Space Dandy is actually going to be airing on Adult Swim before it even airs in Japan, like uh, apparently like a whole day before it actually airs in Japan, fully dubbed in English on Toonami. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, you know, in case you didn't know, I come from the land of One Piece. Uh, I think, I think an anime. Uh, streaming online an hour after it airs in Japan is a big freaking deal to me. Subtitled. Uh, Space Dandy just outdid it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely. By a lot. Um, yeah. This is huge news because, and this is kind of special for us because we've been covering Space Dandy kind of before it was even announced. I mean, we, uh, me and Jim, mm-hmm. and he's not here, but Jim and I actually... Uh, interviewed Shinichiro Watanabe. He showed us the trailer, and they we should have figured this out when they name dropped Mike Lazo, Keith Crawford, and Jason Amarco by name. Like the producer was like, "Go tell Adult Swim about us." Like I'm like, oh, "Okay." And then I emailed Jason, and Jason was like, "Oh yeah, they pitched it to us months ago. We really like the show. We think it's pretty cool." But there's no plans right now. And then they're talking about it like it's just this. And then they keep bringing it up and bringing it up, and I'm like, well, they don't really bring up shows that aren't even out. Like that, they didn't do it for Attack on Titan. They didn't do it for Sword Art Online. It's just kind of something they don't do. Maybe I missed this, but I, I need to ask this question, Jose. Um, is Adult Swim in this at all? What do you mean? Are they involved with producing the series or no? Um, I think so. I can't get really a clear answer because there's no credits, and but I think. According to the quote Jason sent me, which I will bring up in a minute, uh, it sounds like they are involved okay. with it, uh, like as a producers and whatnot. Hold on, I gotta go find my quote from Jason. It's a smart idea. It's it's uh, Watanabe. Um, it's that's a great investment. If you ask me, if I had the opportunity to, I would. Yes, it is, and I have to, I have to give props to Jose here because Jose. Hit it right on the head. Basically, if Toonami was going to expand, it was going to be for a show that was a big, huge... I think you said a big, huge premiere, something like that along those yeah, lines. Yeah, like something like Attack on Titan, but I really didn't think it was going to be Space Dandy. I was like, we're going to see Space Dandy next year or the year after that. 
Yeah, yeah. something like this has never been done, as far as I know. I mean, I know we've had stuff like Gundam Unicorn that released at the same time, but I've never heard of something. I'll use the word simul broadcast, and it's it's yeah. a really really cool idea. And I really hope it works because if it does, just imagine the possibilities down the line yeah. uh, with other big shows. And I, I found that I found that statement real quick. Toonami is thrilled to be once again uh, uh, thrilled to be able to once again bring the world a Watanabe <laughs> show, uh, and this and this time before anyone else has seen it. When he and his partners brought up the opportunity to be involved in making the show, we jumped at the chance. We hope everybody enjoys it, which sounds to me like they kind of maybe produced it and if you notice Funimation in their press release they they announced the certain rights they have they have digital they have theatrical and they have home video they don't have broadcast it's mm. nowhere mentioned in that press release so i think this is a co-production they've got the rights i have to ask cuz i'm i'm stupid about these things i have to ask this question um the obviously the subversion of it and because Funimation is doing that, right? If I'm correct, Funimation is going to be simulcasting the subversion, just like you know we're okay. all kind of used to at this point. What kind of rights is that then? That's digital or streaming. Yeah, it's digital. Okay, yeah. okay. I just wanted to make sure. All right. I think that's called digital distribution at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, you can name it a couple of different ways. You can name it on demand, which is different from streaming because true streaming yeah. is like Hulu, uh, Netflix, whatnot. On demand is more like uh, like download to own like iTunes. And the, the thing I've been seeing everyone asking, and I know the answer to this, but I should, I still want to pose it is, you know, uh, subbed or dubbed and kind of just how amazing it is that it's not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's true. I mean, I'm so glad the show one Funimation's handling the dub. Like this is the first time they've ever done a simul dub ever. Uh, yeah. Not that a simul dub hasn't been done before, like Kurokami and um, Gundam Unicorn, Gundam of Unicorn. course, yeah. have been done. Uh, but this is this is on a whole nother level because they have a show that's coming out in three months, maybe a little less, <laughs> and it's got to be on the air here and in Japan at the same time. Right. So I can imagine whoever's directing the show is tearing their hair out. Because they probably don't have anything yet. They might not have a damn thing to work with. Well, it might be like what they do with American shows where you don't have all of the production materials, but you still have to do, you know, go through it and uh, guess dub it. But which, but then there's the same issue that uh, I, I know Funimation does uh, mouth flaps is, is what they actually dub to. Right. Um, and if they don't have all the materials, how are they supposed to do that? I mean, well, I, I talked to Michael Center uh, Nicholas, who's the director of Gundam Unicorn, and they, they dubbed from, like, cue sheets, which are just kind of like storyboards, but they're timed to what the lip flap is supposed to be, so maybe they're doing ah, it that way. I didn't know that existed, yeah. yeah uh, that's, um, that's probably what they're doing. Probably then. what they're doing. I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're doing. Uh, if not, they are dubbing it a week before it airs. <laughs> They are they are just going through and casting everybody. I think that's impossible. That's impossible. It's got to be impossible. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. By the way, I, I love the fact that all over Friday, it said that this was going to debut at 11.30 p.m. on the block. So Toonami would expand to six and a half hours. And don't you, don't you know it? We get 50 tweets about, so you guys, so you're getting rid of Bleach? 
Yeah, how does that work? Um, Wait, you got uh, tweets uh, about that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like they they were either, are you getting rid of Bleach or why are you moving Bleach or something in those regards? And I'm just like sitting there going, Bleach are you really putting this? I'm like, are, are you really putting this on our Twitter page right now? Because like. You're tempting me to type something on Tsunami News. <laughs> yeah, Twitter has been really tempting to me lately where I just really want to write mean stuff, but it's not a good idea. Yes, no, I don't do that on Tsunami News anymore, which, by the way, this brings up a good point, and please, anybody out there can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but now this is a, this is now the longest block that Tsunami's actually had, which is six and a half hours. Um... I feel like I feel like old Saturday nights. What about full cycle? Oh yeah, full cycle, twenty four hours. And the and whatever the the Naruto Hundo or whatever that was. I don't know if that's tsunami. I I count that as full cycle. Yeah, it was the same length. Full cycle. It was the same length. Full cycle. You'll never be full cycle, everybody. Uh, I wish we had another one of those. That would be awesome. I mean, obviously that is literally impossible. Right. Yeah. Um, Stupid the, the Cartoon other... Network making money and being in the way and providing content for children. <laughs> Damn it. It's terrible. I know. I mean, just, By the it's, way, it sets a bad example for us adults. I know. By the way, why, does it, why did the thought in my head come up that when Space Dandy does go through its full run that all of a sudden Cowboy Bebop will come back and then there will be like a Watanabe hour? Um, I, or Samurai Champloo. I, I feel like that deserves a run on, uh, you know, on Tsunami as well. I, I know it's Funimation dubbing uh, uh, Space Dandy, but I don't know. Make something happen. Cast Steve Bloom, the main <laughs> character, make it the Watanabe trilogy. <laughs> I, Sorry, Steve. I, I love yeah, Funimation. I, I, I don't want to sound kind of like ungrateful to them, but I kind of wanted this one to be an L.A. dub. Just for Steve Bloom? Not just for Steve Bloom. It just seems or like Watanabe shows. The, yeah. yeah, it just seems yeah. like a lot of Watanabe shows are more suited for for LA dubs. I mean, Kids on the Slope is a Texas dub, and we all saw how that turned out. I, yeah, uh, I, different, different I company. Different. I don't know. I don't know if Watanabe shows are suited for LA. We're just we're used to hearing LA dubs for I, Watanabe I, shows. I, yeah, I, I kind of have to bring up though the the fact that. If it is Steve that's going to be part of this in any way, shape, or form, um, he's also God. he's also negotiations right now for Star Wars Rebels. So, um, if that's shooting, if that's going on right now, Star Wars Rebels is being recorded right now, and he may not be on this one. Well, I don't. You don't Dude is on more you're, than you're, one you're show. talking like there's a chance. I think there's there's just a tiny chance. I think that. Well, the, the big problem with Funimation concerning LA actors is the union issue, I think. Yeah. And I think they'd have to pay them a pretty large sum. Although, I mean, Steve has – and this is going back to Kids on the Slope. He wanted to be on Kids on the Slope because a lot of his fans were like, hey, you've been on every single Watanabe show. Um, and he was willing to go ahead and waive his fee to be in Kids on the Slope. They didn't. He ended up not being in that show. Oh, okay. but, um, oh he, he was in the show. I was about to say, I was like, oh, well – I'm sorry. You, this I've never heard of this, so now I feel like an ass for saying what I just said. So maybe there is a chance. So yeah, I think I think you know Steve is just like yeah, I'll be in a Watanabe show. I I could totally see him flying to Texas for like a week and recording yeah. maybe a minor role, maybe not the lead, but a minor role. Yeah. I, this is like this is a completely different beast. It's not like okay, 
we acquired all 13 or 26 episodes of the show. This is, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing this on the fly, and we're going to be re- releasing this like every week um, before Japan. We might not even be voicing over the actual clips. Right. I don't know. I think it's definitely a project that they... I mean, I, I would assume that they probably have the scripts, obviously. I mean, they couldn't do this without those, obviously. And they've probably already, you know, translated these in. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I Again, I'm not on the technical end. That's more Jose. So, But I, I'm just guessing here that... They must have all the material if they're going to turn it around this quick. Uh, you miss you you underestimate <laughs> you underestimate uh, timelines. We can get shit done pretty fast. Okay. Uh, well, that's why you're here. So, <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if they still haven't gotten a goddamn thing. Um. Well, Jason, I, th- I think on the Q and A or something said that they've seen more at least than the the trailer that's been aired. And I think you said that too, Jose, right? Or something. I would, like- ass- I would assume, and, and Jose, you can answer this after that. Sorry, but I would assume because I was thinking about this today too, that they've seen a majority of this because if, as I asked at the beginning, if Adult Swim is producing this too, you know, mm. they've obviously seen this and they obviously like it because. I still don't know if I if don't they know are. if they have even seen it. I mean, like obviously they've seen it and it's something that the Japanese producers pitched to them very early on. Um, you know, and they, and they let us know that and they were like, "Hey, make sure you pitch it to Adult Swim." And they they've been working on this for about 10 months, but I don't think they've seen much more than we have simply because it's uh... Watanabe. It's Watanabe. They can trust the name on yeah, this one. I agree. They can kind of I be mean... like, "Ah, eh, we don't really need to see it." It's Watanabe. Like, look, like, look at time. Like, I'm sure Funimation, for example, would buy a second season of Attack on Titan before it was even created, or you know, like the second it was announced. Yeah, I think this is a similar kind of thing. It's like, oh, Watanabe did it. Uh, we are going to buy it. We're going to put it in the air because it's going to make money and it's going to get viewers. Yep, true. But it's it's also if you've seen all the stuff that's been out there since Friday. You know, they did say that this is a this is kind of a risk that they're taking too. Of course, it is no, because they haven't over. really seen it, and Funimation hasn't probably seen it either. So I'm sure they're also taking a risk. Um, I mean, I guess it's just how much Adult Swim is giving them. Because I mean, if it's a lot of money, then they've seen they've seen some of these episodes kind of already. I, you, um, I, I after speaking to these guys, I really don't even think they've seen that much. They're just like the name is what sold us. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And as I said, if I, if I was in their position, I would probably, I would definitely make the same Especially choice. Especially since right. the producers on the show have been pushing this one for American TV for a long time. They've been pushing mm-hmm. it since God knows when, and they just yeah, well, definitely before Otakon. Yeah, definitely before Otakon. Before we ever look got at Otakon was so pushing it. I mean, you spoke to the man. Yeah. Uh, Otakon was pushing it for America. Yeah, right. Like we were pushing it too, and everybody was kind of pushing for it. Uh, but the, check the, out Jose's interview with Watanabe. Thank you. Which, by the way, this is this is actually a good thing too, because if if Adult Swim did produce this, then did is one of the producers on it. Sorry, is one of the producers on this. Um, then that means that we actually have a show on Toonami that can continuously play when need be. So, and that's a good thing. Gas show. Yeah, yeah. We don't really know that yet. I'm but... calling it now. It's Watanabe. He hasn't done a bad show. Yet, ever. Oh, I'm not saying name this one. is going to be a bad show. Go, name one. I can't. I'm not saying, no I, whoa, can. I don't even know where you think I'm saying that it's bad. No, 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 no. I'm challenging it. the audience. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what are you saying? <laughs> they can't do I've it. Only, I've only not seen one thing he's done, and that's the, uh, what's that, sh- not not the an- uh, animatrix. Plus? The Macross other. Plus? Sorry. No, no, the the short um, he did for that, it was... Uh, uh, kid's script. Story or Detective Story? No, not for uh, the animatrix. He did one oh, short. Oh, uh, Baby Blue. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah also, awesome. See? Never done a bad thing. <laughs> uh, you know, and while we're while we're talking about Space Dandy, because obviously we have one other thing to talk about too. Um, the the question has come up. I, I believe it was Roots of Justice that actually had said this to me. Um, and his, and let me see if I can quote this right. Um, he said, "Well, what happens when Space Dandy ends? Do we still keep the one third the the eleven thirty uh, time slot?" And a couple people have actually asked. I believe they asked it on the Tumblr today, and that was another thing that was notable. I wanted to kind of save that. I, I think it was up in the air from what I saw. Yeah, basically it's up in the air. And um, I think this is another time where we kind of have to rally around the show, mm-hmm. you know, and just be like, we have to, it has to do big numbers, I, I would think. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think 900,000 viewers would cut it for this. No. Well, look, you guys you guys were pretty uh, brilliant in getting people together when the block came back on the air, and I think this is definitely another opportunity to do that. Thank you for the compliment, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> but I, I, I think this is – I think you're going to get those hardcore anime fans that normally wouldn't watch dubs and normally wouldn't watch Toonami and also the um, really kind of uh, not – Real anime fans, like what you know, just casual fans. I think you have a chance to get both of those that you're normally not able to get for Toonami uh, on board here, since this is going to be seen as uh, Jason and everyone at Toonami pointed out for the first time here in America before even it comes out in Japan, which is big, which is huge. Uh, yeah. Jose, were you going to say something? I'm sorry, did we cut you off? Um, yeah, sorry, just that the producers are awesome on the show. I met them; they're really cool. <laughs> Okay. I, I, I think that was what I was going to say, and then we went to a completely different point. So I have nothing okay. else to say. Um, but we have to talk about something, some other announcement we had that day, which was, if you allow me the pleasure, um, December we have not one, not two, but three movies coming. I completely forgot about this. <laughs> Red line. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> 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 that's someone desperately trying to cover up who also has cancer <laughs> oh God. um i i said on my twitter that i think the three that we're looking at um well did they ever say first that they're going to be related or they're just three movies they I mean, just, they just they've given no they're, they're very okay yeah, they're three very, three movies three what three yep. movies that's it <laughs> Uh, I was like three, I, three Inuyasha movies. Three Inuyasha oh, okay. movies. We did it, guys. Didn't they already do that on Adult Swim Action? So yeah. don't do yeah. that. Yeah, please don't. Ever. I'm thinking. I, well, first of all, I'm obviously. I think, and I think everybody else is thinking out there. Ava three point three is three three point three three is going to be on there. I mean, the dub's that's done. So. Why not? Yeah, I don't see why it can't be on there. I think that's a good choice. Um, yeah, Redline. It's. If I remember correctly, and Jose, correct me if I'm wrong, but Redline is one of the most requested movies on there. As on it Tsunami. should be, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, seriously well, should be. Um, yeah. That, I think, is going to be there. And then... I'm hoping your third one is the one I'm hoping for. Well, you're thinking a One Piece movie. I know that's what you're thinking, right? Yes. Okay. I, I, see, I, I, I'm, I'm on the fence. I, I, I'm kind of leaning more towards a Bleach movie. 
But then... Jose, come on, stop him before he keeps talking. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It's let me finish. Strong Let me finish. <laughs> well, that's where I, that's where I was going because I, I, I was sitting there going, okay, maybe it's going to be Strong World, but my, my only issue with Strong World is, and it, it's, I guess it's minor, but you know, we have a character that hasn't debuted on Toonami, not hasn't debuted at all, hasn't debuted on Toonami. That's part of the crew, and I'm like, does it really matter, or does it matter? I, I, well, I, I do people have eyes in the, the internet. Yeah, I mean, do people have eyes in the internet? Uh, you'll find out who Brooke is, anyways, just by cruising around anything One Piece. He's on a lot of the media. Let me also put it this way, Paul. Yeah, I was watching. Really to... Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go, go. Uh, you, you really don't need to know who Brooke is to watch this movie. It's we watched it with a whole crowd of people who were not One Piece fans. Uh, or at least okay. a couple of people were not One Piece fans, and they got everything just fine. So, no, it's a very accessible well, I, I, movie. Yeah, and I remember, I think there was a fan art tsunami, you know, the fan art tsunami segments they used to do, and it had pictures. This is from like '99, you know, like right when Tom One started, and there were pictures of Super Saiyan three Goku, you know, drawn there, and it's like, well, that would probably be a spoiler, but they don't. Really, I don't think they. I don't think they care, especially since I don't think Strong World really does spoil okay. anything. Well, see, that's right. Oh, no, Brooke I, exists. Except for Brooke and Frankie. Um, okay, oh, yeah, well, Frankie. then I, I will say that I'm probably 90% after you guys saying that, I, I would say it's probably 90% sure that it'll be Strong World. It would be stupid not to have that on there. At some point, yeah. I think the sooner right. they do that, the higher the, the ratings would be for that. And it comes I don't... out on DVD and Blu-ray, I believe. November 19th. Yeah. Yes. So... Um, I'm hoping that, that that would be a good movie to be on there. It would do a lot of ratings. It would do huge ratings. In all honesty, I think a Bleach movie would probably be a okay idea. Like I personally yeah. would not be watching that probably. But I uh, think yeah. a lot of people have asked for Hellverse to be on there because that there would was be that would probably there be. was actually I don't I believe that it was like a mini um, filler there in the middle of Bleach. There was an, actually an episode that leads into the movie. Um, they do that with all of the Shonen series now. Like One Piece has those for every. Now right. they do it for every movie, and they're all pretty terrible episodes. Yeah, but uh, but the, the Bleach rock. One, yeah, and the oh, Bleach yeah. one was actually made by the creator, which for Bleach usually is a bad thing because the fillers. <laughs> um, oh, like as Jose said last week, that filler episode was really phenomenally put together. Yeah, but um. But, but people I'm need to be stop so. being mean to the pet teddy bear, okay? Like, stop being mean to him. He's a nice teddy bear. <laughs> you mean Cone? I have no idea well, what his name you, is. Let me ask you guys this. Let's say, let's say they don't necessarily pick Strong World, but they were to pick a different One Piece movie. Which one would you want? There's only one other one that's dubbed, and it's terrible. Um, oh. It's really bad. I would not. All right, so that. no, you don't want that one. Okay. No. <laughs> it's, All right. But it would catch a lot of people up in the worst possible way. Yes. In the worst possible way. Okay. Well, I, I definitely think Ava 3.33 and I do think uh, Redline definitely are going to probably be on there. I'm Red, definitely rooting for Redline. If Redline isn't on there, I just I, – I think I'm going to cry. Just cry. Well, didn't you, cry, didn't you say that to him in person like twice? What's up? Didn't you tell Jason that in person like two or three times Not already? that I would cry, but I, I've, I've, I've suggested Redline. <laughs> I've suggested- he implied he was tearing up. I was tearing up. I tear up all the time in front of Jason. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he's a pussy. Oh, okay, anyways. No, it's because I'm a wuss. Um, 
not much better. Same thing. Same thing. It's, Anyways. Uh, I mean, he, he owns Redline after all, so he's aware that it exists. Um, the only thing is... Who, wait a minute. Who owns the, the rights to Redline, actually? Manga Entertainment. And from what I've seen of Space Dandy, I think it looks like a really good transition into that. I mean, both two pompadours, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the pompadour thing. It's really just the pompadour. And I think One Piece will be into, like, well into Frankie stuff at that point. So we'll have lots of pompadours on Tsunami. And Patrick Seitz also played the lead character. If Patrick Seitz oh, is true. space, if he ends up being the Space Dandy, that would be I, freaking crazy. Okay, besides, besides Steve Bloom. I was thinking Patrick Seitz, but I think that's also because he kind of looks similar to the lead character. But, in, uh, Redline. Yeah. By the way, um, I just get a little bit off of topic for a minute. Um, We're before way you off get topic. before we, I know <laughs> what topic before are we, we on. Before we get off the podcast, I would love to know Zach and Steve what your thoughts on our possible shows coming next year, actually. But we'll get to that a little bit later, if you guys don't mind. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> but getting getting back on, I mean, what do you guys think? Like, what movies do you want to see, like, other than what I've mentioned? Personally, or what do I realistically think? Again? What do you think realistically? Because personally, we could just name off whatever. Redline? I think I think Redline, if it needs to be on there. Like, that's a weird thing where I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it'll definitely be on there, but it just so belongs on Tsunami that I... Oh, you know what just came to mind, actually? What, Paul? Oh, no, that one. No, never mind. Never mind. Well, you can't just leave hanging like that. I have a feeling <sighs> well, you're thinking of Summer Wars, aren't you? No, I don't. I do think Summer Wars would be. I do think Summer Wars would be like if they couldn't get Redline. I think Summer Wars would be like a good, a good mix to put Summer on. Summer Wars is a good movie, but it would make me really sad because Summer Wars doesn't really fit that tone. Do you know I, what I, would be an interesting choice? Go ahead. And I, 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 I might regret saying this right after I say it, but Akira. I was actually going to bring that up. I uh, yeah, that's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's movie. also, but it's like the most well-renowned anime movie of all time. So it actually would surpass that. Oh, but it was made in the eighties or nineties. Yeah. Um, wasn't late eighties. Uh, I mean, I, I, the thing is, Akira would have to be pretty chopped to ribbons. I mean, I don't know they could get away with a lot of that stuff, violence-wise. The the only other movie that I was thinking and. <laughs> the, the reason I think about it is because it actually sets up the series that's on Toonami right now but I highly doubt it would happen is um, well Star Wars The Clone Wars that would make me sad if I saw that <laughs> <laughs> I could see I that mean, I'd be upset about it <laughs> um, I, didn't, yeah, that, I didn't that get very bad reviews or something yeah it wasn't too up there and and it was the movie, not uh, the series. The yeah, no, no, no. That's yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it didn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like it didn't. <laughs> it wasn't that well rated. Yeah. So it was kind of like average. I thought it you wasn't were going to say Ghost in the Shell like, for a second there. I was like, that's another one that would have to be chopped to ribbons. Um, because Ghost in the but, Shell uh, does relate to a show me. on Toonami right now. But think about it. I mean, it, it is Warner Brothers is kind of the the big thing over Turner. So, I mean, well, they're not over Turner. They're a sister company. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's a possibility and it could be cheaper to do that. Also, it's kind of been mentioned too. like, and I'm sorry if I'm taking over this part of the topic, but, um, I believe I want to say Arthur actually said something. Arthur Mesa, um, a DC movie. 
maybe. Uh, I, I think that was asked, and I, I don't think that's a possibility rights-wise, I think, is what they said in response. Which is weird. Which is so weird. I think – who owns DC? I don't uh, – that's Warner a whole – owns DC, but I think yeah, the thing exactly. is they don't want – DC might be a little bit like, hey, we don't want our stuff on an adult block because it's for kids. Yeah, I mean, sense. a lot of the DC animated movies that are out nowadays are actually for adults. Like, they're pretty, yeah, exactly. pretty out there. So some of those I could see, but I, I, not, not for this month, please, <laughs> please, no, put, please I put mean, on Redline or, or I would, Redline, Akira, and Strong Worlds would be a great. Uh, trio for me, I actually, and I'd, I'd watch every single one of those and enjoy it. The one I well, would really did. enjoy is uh, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex Solid State Society, since it ties into a show that's at 4 o'clock in the morning. And it's also the <laughs> well, end of the series. Okay, here's here's another one that I have to mention. Um, the Cowboy Bebop movie. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, we, it's, yeah. It has been aired before. It has. It has been aired before, it but, been aired before but who knows? Now we can see it in HD. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, uh, they do the the thing that they. I always I always clear. enjoy watching that. I would watch that again. Right. Yeah. The thing that they've made clear. Yeah, me neither. Sorry. The, the the thing that they've made clear is like they want to get movies that are related to the shows. They want to get more movies that are related to the shows. So I mean, I would be more. I, I would think like they would be trying to get shows like. Um, a Bleach movie or like a One Piece movie more over than as something else at this point. Um, but then Ava, on the other hand, the only movies they Ava, have played has not been on Adult Swim for how long. Right. Yeah. And, and I think I think Ava works because they had the first two. So that kind of yeah, but a, a 10 or so years ago. Like, that's not... Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about the first two movies, the 1.11 and 2.22. Oh, now, okay. I thought you were talking I, I about the first two episodes. I was like, no, what? no, 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 not that. No, no. I'm not talking about Adult Swim action. I'm not talking that. Or wait a minute, you're talking. I was about talking about Giant Swim. Robot Week. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It was on, it was on both, so yeah. I mean, but yeah. it was still a while ago, for both. Right. So I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, oh God, I was going to mention a movie. What was it? This is mentioned movie have... podcast. Uh, Dumb and Dumber? No. <laughs> but why the sequel's not? coming out soon. It's coming out. Why not? Plug yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, they should just play Pacific Rim. Why not? They should. They should. I, I would not be opposed. I still need to get the Blu-ray for that. Uh, I have very bad timing in that. Uh, I don't think that would. Uh, I don't know. No, that won't happen, Paul. It's a live-action movie. That's why it won't happen. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would happen either. But okay. Any live-action movie would be on uh, Tsunami. Right. It would be Pacific Rim. Um, right. But, God, what was the movie I was gonna say? Um, oh God, I can't remember it. It, I think it was, I think it had something to do with Ghost in the Shell. I don't remember anymore. Anyways, whatever. We'll move on. You said the Ghost in the Shell movie. No, yeah. I, I meant, I, I meant another Ghost in the Shell, like something to do with Ghost in the Shell. I don't remember. Right. Maybe they'll show Animatrix again. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We really I'd don't. I'd be fine with that too. We don't know a lot of I things. I highly doubt that that's going to happen. But, um, yeah, I, 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 should, I really hope it's Redline because that, yeah. that would make me so happy. That, right. would make so, that would convert so many people Like if they just saw that shit. That would be amazing. That but, should really be airing like every night. Yeah. yeah. Like on some network somewhere. On some, somewhere it just should be constantly running and getting people. Oh, I, that reminds me of what I wanted to say. Uh, maybe one of the nights will just be Kickheart for three hours. Just they keep repeating it. <laughs> oh, oh, Dude. you know what? I need to bring this up too. Um, 
the the last Full Metal Alchemist movie. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> full I, Metal, I Full Metal though is still very popular. I think they. Yeah. They that would be a good choice. And it is on Netflix, I think, too now. So it's like I probably can't yeah. be. Yeah. So, I mean, I was I also. Too. I was also going to throw Summer Wars into the. Uh, I don't. I don't see Summer Wars personally. I. I don't. It doesn't. The tone of it is just not yeah. tsunami. Like at least to me, it doesn't feel like a tsunami, like thing. Like I couldn't. I couldn't see tsunami making promos out of that. Like the same way they make. It is. Promos. Yeah. I. I Can I? Ham, ham taro. <laughs> they have a movie. You know Probably do. No, Let's I'm make that saying. movie now. Kickstarter. So, <laughs> no, because it, it's kind of it's it's ironic because the beginning of the show, you know, talking about him, Tar like, oh, isn't it funny because the show did not fit at all, and then it's just like Summer Wars doesn't fit. My like, Ham Taro. If well, Ham Taro was on Toonami, I think that's a good shot. Yeah. yeah. Was there a uh, a Eureka Seven movie? There was, but that's Bondi, that so that's not happening. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. But I was thinking that too. I was like, mm, maybe. But then I was like, no, that won't happen. I don't know. So, um, all right. I think we've speculated enough about movies as we always do. We really do that every day. We yes. really do and that. And we're done a with lot. the news finally. We're done with the news. With- uh, can't wait for Space Dandy. It's gonna be awesome. And then we'll be back with a Tatum interview. Thanks to Jim, who went to AAC uh, with Steve, and I'm sure they didn't see each other at all. Well, it's not like we, it's not like we went together. And why weren't you together holding hands? Come on, man. We discussed this. Who who who, who was Jim again? <laughs> was, was he the guy that that drinks a lot and says deuces? Yeah, that was him. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Then I didn't see him. You're so gonna get cut. Is New oh, Hampshire God. that white? Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right, and we'll be back. It is. It is pretty white. Do you like the anime Fairy Tale? Then join the Fairy Tale gang for a scavenger hunt to celebrate the upcoming release of Fairy Tale the Movie, The Phoenix Priestess. Each week, get an all new movie related download free of charge, followed by a final big freebie on November 30th. So, how can you join? It's simple. Text Fairy Tale, all one word, to 99000 so you can be one of the first to know where to go. The hunt starts in early October, so sign up now. You can also keep an eye on Funimation.com the first week of October for updates. Check back every Saturday to learn where you need to go to get your digital Fairy Tale the Movie swag. To get other updates from Funimation, make sure to go to funi.to slash online sign up and sign up for text alerts about what's coming next from Funimation. Standard message and data rates apply. Fairy Tale the Movie, The Phoenix Priestess, releasing December 10th, 2013, only from Funimation. You should be watching. Hey, what's up, Toonami Faithful? This is Jim Nelson here from another anime convention in New Hampshire, Manchester, New Hampshire to be exact, and I am here with the world-famous and incredibly talented Mr. J. Michael Tatum. World-famous and incredibly talented. Wow, no pressure. Not at all. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) 
So uh, you were here last year. Yes, as, um, yes. This is my so, second year in a row here yeah. now, which is really fun. I always, it's always fun to come back to cons. It's, it's always mm-hmm. great to learn that they want you back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so soon too. Like they couldn't have enough. I was, I was very surprised after last year. Always, I'm always surprised when I get invited back to a con. Right, exactly. Like, like, really? Mullen, he's very familiar with New England here. He's been to Anime Boston numerous times, mm. a couple of times already. Yes, yes. So. And of course, I have friends and family in the area, so I've been up here oh. numerous times. It's kind of a home away from home, actually. Yeah. Up here. I'd love to move up here permanently one day. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Love the, it. It's so beautiful this time of year. Uh, yes, it is. It gets <laughs> so. me in the mood for Halloween, because this is what everyone <laughs> thinks of when they think of Halloween. They think of this, you know, atmosphere, this, these colors, these, you know, this chill in the air, everything. It's just everything about it. It's, I feel like I'm in a Ray Bradbury novel. <laughs> right? Awesome. Yes, indeed. Actually, funny uh, thing, uh, the college I graduated from, Salem State University, yeah. right through the heart of it uh, is um, what they call haunted happenings. Oh. And so uh, what we did, and so I had to drive right through the middle of it just to get to school every day in October, and it was a ginormous pain, so, oh. as you might imagine. I bet that'd be awesome, though. <laughs> oh yeah, to, as, an, as an attendee, it's wonderful, but when you're actually commuting to school, <laughs> not so much. Well, we do the spirit, though. It does. It, it really does. does. So the spirit of Halloween needs to. I don't know. I, I, it seems in recent years the spirit of Halloween is slowly being giving way to to let's get ready for Christmas three months out sort of yeah thing, I, I I love Hall- I prefer Halloween to Christmas I think and it's a far less stressful holiday <laughs> I find I agree especially so, I mean yeah I don't know but we'll go I'm sorry I'm getting off on a tangent <laughs> no it's about okay Halloween. it's a lot of fun <laughs> it's a lot of fun about something else the Halloween the tsunami Halloween cast but <laughs> <laughs> so um if you have uh, of course you have time I would love to ask you some questions if you sure like. sure well I mean we're so, here I might as well right? exactly no I gotta go <laughs> <laughs> Superman. <laughs> so, uh, you, like many others, have had, a, a, with the return of Toonami, have had shows make it to TV and Soul Eater. Full Metal Alchemist was already yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Full yes. Metal, um, what else? What else? Samurai 7. Samurai, actually. Se- Samurai 7 has probably been on television more than any other show. I've been probably, with, yeah. Because it's been on at least two other channels uh, in addition to Cartoon Network. I think it was on Sci Fi. Uh, yeah, it was it? on Sci Fi. It was on the Sundance Channel. That's where it premiered. I think oh, it okay. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Um, the Sundance Channel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, recently, the Pivot Channel started debuting C, Money and Soul of Possibility. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's I have... kind of trippy to know it is. that there's so much stuff that my voice is in that's actually on. <laughs> on the little screen now. I'm exactly. so used to just being on those little discs that people put into these <laughs> machines on top of their little screens or just the little screens in front of their computers. I mean, I, I'm, it's weird. <laughs> TV, it feels legit. Yes. It feels legit. I suppose because it's my generation. Mm-hmm. You're on TV. My pa- it's a true story. My parents, um, uh, God love them. They're very old school. <laughs> They're like in their 60s. So they... I've, doing this network for about a decade or more mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny they have no concept of, of what I, I mean they, they know what I do but they have no concept of this world of its fandom and all right, that right right and so I'm like that's cool but when I appeared in a news piece that was in the local a local television station local right, right. news affiliate um, that, that they did a bit on, on, on the studio on Funimation at the time and I was mm-hmm. there and I just they kind of I was a little five second blur like hello I do this blah 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 <laughs> that made it on television and my parents lost their minds I'm like <laughs> okay so I was on the local television local news <laughs> and that's a big deal but I've been doing this for ten years and I get to travel all over the world okay well you that's that, that's when I entered into the pop culture sphere as far as my parents were concerned right. I made it on the ten o'clock news <laughs> the ten o'clock local news channel four our boy's on channel four (laughs) he's made it ma he's made it (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's so awesome. I knew this was going to be fun. You see why I've been campaigning to get this man on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I knew this was, this was going to be so much fun. Uh, oh, there's boy. time yet. You may live to regret it. <laughs> so, um, you've also been branching out into script writing recently mm, as well, mm. and you just recently did an adaptation for Future Diary, yes, which has yes, yes. just come out on DVD, so yes, please buy it. Oh, so. Future Diaries is so good. So much fun to work on. Mm-hmm. It's funny, I, I've been doing script writing now for, for years. Actually, mm-hmm. um, it's just that I've been doing more uh, more and more high-profile shows like mm-hmm. Future Diaries, so it's uh, I'm getting more attention as a writer, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. Writers mm-hmm. usually don't aren't really known. We, we tend to be very invisible, and I guess, as it should be, I think, because if we're doing our job correctly, we... Mm-hmm. We don't. Uh, yeah. We're not really seen and out not there. heard. In other words. Yeah. Yes. So maybe the fact that I am getting known as a writer means I'm not doing a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's Damn always it. noteworthy. <laughs> well, I found in, um, especially with uh, Davis's dialogue, um, you know, knowing you how oh, I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I just go Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do. I've got to. There's there's always at least one character who's gonna like speak in a very weird, almost sort of quasi Elizabethan <laughs> way with the really tortured syntax and the inverted clauses and the. <laughs> like huge five syllable words or just obscure words that no one knows anymore <laughs> I'm a big fan of bringing that stuff back mm-hmm. because I don't know I find the anime crowd are very very like they're just uh, here's a big word for you amenable to, yes. to those words they just love to soak it up and I mean I don't know there's something about the fandom so I'm like I can get away with this here awesome and I'm like yeah that's right I just uh, I just uh, wedged a little William Blake quote into that you know <laughs> oh here's a little Shakespeare here's a little Wallace Stevens for you <laughs> Um, I just why not? That's the that's the glory of adaptive writing. As I get to rip off so many other writers that no one knows about because they're all obscure now. Uh, because you know no one reads. <laughs> that's very sad. But it was funny. Like uh, so, Future Diaries. We got to work on, which is a, a great show for those of you that aren't familiar with it. Look it up. It's really it's a wonderful sort of timey wimey wibbly wobbly show. It's very dark, but very like there's a lot of gallows humor. It's what I love. Oh yes. There's a lot. It's a very it's got a very twisted, uh, very very twisted sense of humor, which is just fabulous to work with mm-hmm. and um, but that show there's of course there's a lot of paradoxes time mm-hmm. paradoxes and things like that well Patrick Seitz and myself mm-hmm. um, Patrick Seitz and I have worked together on numerous shows as an adaptive script writing team Steinsgate <laughs> Steinsgate exactly I was just about to bring that up mm-hmm. Steinsgate was like our glory like he and I mm-hmm. loved working on Steinsgate and then we got Future Diaries right after that mm-hmm. uh, because John Bergmeier uh, the head writer for Funimation was like here we'll give you a little show with some some t- another time uh, t- travel element mm-hmm. into it uh, just so you can kind of you know come off the high that is Steinsgate and so it was funny like the director came to us and was like are you gonna are you guys gonna be able to like how do you, how, how you keep up with all these mm-hmm. all these different like lines and all this different stuff and we're like oh honey we just finished Steinsgate <laughs> so working with Future Divers we're like who's a paradox who's a little paradox you are you are <laughs> <laughs> but Future, Future Divers was a great show to, to work on after Steinsgate. I think um, you can kind of tell that we're still, our head is still filled with Steinsgate when we work on that, which right, is appropriate. Right. It, it can, they Future fit Diaries is kind of, um, it's definitely got a Steinsgate vibe mm-hmm. to it, but it's uh, it was more, uh, I don't want to say that it was more fun. Steinsgate was fun to write, but for its own in its own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Future Divers was just off the cuff. It was just so... <laughs> Just off the rails, the wheels were off. How many off things can I say to, to describe what it was like? Where I'm a writer, um, <laughs> but yeah, Future Diaries. Check it out. Check it yes, out. I'm very, very definitely. proud. Definitely. Very, very proud. Of, uh, 
Yeah, gotten to be part of that show. So I guess the question about that is, mm. how does your acting experience help you with adaptive script writing, if uh, at all? Are they or are they two so ridiculously you know, different? I, well, I guess everyone everyone feels a little differently about it in the business. I know most of the adaptive writers that I've worked with are also actors or, mm-hmm. or directors. They have experience in the booth, mm-hmm. and I guess to do the kind of writing we do, which is for dubbing, you mm-hmm. have to because one of the one of the most difficult one of the uh, biggest challenges of adaptive writing for for dubs is that we have to convey essential information. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 don't get to how did I put this before? We don't get to decide who lives or dies, who right. falls in love with whom, who wins the girl or the boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. We we that all that sort of plotting is in place, and we have no we get no say so on it. So our job mm-hmm. is to instead focus on character mm-hmm. and make each person, each individual uh, human being or creature, as the case may be, sound unique. Um, but at the same time, sound as though they belong in the language that they're now um, being written for, mm-hmm. which is English. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult. There are no two languages more dissimilar in the world, I'm mm-hmm. convinced, than Japanese mm-hmm. and English. And I speak just enough Japanese to get myself into deep trouble. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I, it's it's really interesting. And but but both languages, <coughs> both. Um, I am I'm laboring towards a point here, I promise you. <laughs> but both languages uh, have their own kind of... They've grown into their own unique wealth of figuration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that, so there's a lot of things that work poetically beautifully in Japanese that, but that have no... That just do not dovetail with anything in mm-hmm. English. So you have to sort of get to the sense of what's beneath the symbolism and then kind of bring it into our... The English symbolism, so to speak. It's very challenging. It's very <laughs> fun. Yes. Um, it's kind of akin to, poet, uh, to writing poetry, mm-hmm. I suppose. Not to sound too highfalutin, but... <laughs> That's another enterprise of mine, um, but uh, it's it's akin to that because both both types of writing you're concerned with satisfying external uh, mm-hmm. rules and restrictions that have very little to do with with the content or with the expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but to write for an adaptive script uh, for a dub, for example, you really have to focus on you know giving each person an individual voice as an mm-hmm. actor it helps you immensely because you have to match those flaps those <laughs> mouth movements we like to call them flaps mm-hmm. um you have to make sure that 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 what you're writing can be said mm-hmm. so i tend to and i i know very few writers that don't do this will actually act out our scripts at home to make sure that they are doable mm-hmm. in the booth because something that looks great on paper and oh i can in my head i can totally hear an actor Doing this, you know, it w- wouldn't work. Actually, the reality of it in front of the in front of the mic would be like, well, that's too long or too short or right. or whatever. Um, so it's it's a challenge, and of course, there's so many different ways you can say things. Like, you well, this will fit if you emphasize this word, right, uh, and not this one. But how do you communicate that? You know, mm-hmm. and we, do you hyphenate? Do 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 put brackets? Do make notes? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's difficult for a writer to kind of back off and let the actor and the director do with your scripts what they want to do with them. Um, and that's also a challenge. But being an actor, of course, gives you a chance to go like, you know what, I trust whoever's going to get this because I, I know how I am in the booth with the script. If I think it's good, if it's given me something I can really chew on, then if I can give whoever's going to play this role something to chew on, then I can just let go of it and, and mm-hmm. look forward to what they, what they produce right. uh, that is hopefully at least a little bit inspired by my <laughs> adaptation. Yes. Does that answer your question at all? I realize I no, went actually, on a really, really torturous good. journey. So I'm sorry. I tend to no. do that a lot. I'm looking out the window at leave. Leafers! Leafers! I don't know why I have to say it like that. Leafers! <laughs> so um, it seems as though uh, recently, the last few years, you have hit critical mass with a bunch of roles that have really resonated with <laughs> a lot God of people. Thank God you're talking about my career. <laughs> oh, exactly. 
Oh yeah. Well, what I mean, what do you mean? I've been working out. I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems like you've hit critical mass. Like you had, um, you had Sebastian and Black Butler. Yeah. Q fangirl yeah. squeeing. Yeah. Like right, ridiculous right. fangirl yeah. squeeing. <laughs> <laughs> you've been Scar and Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Um, there were. Um, well, Okabe, Okarim. Okabe, Okabe, yep. Okarim, 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 you know, he's got a thousand names. Um, <laughs> what would you credit yeah. towards, the, uh, what would you credit towards um, that level of success that you've hit? Luck, luck, plain <laughs> and simple. Well, I mean, it's true. I mean, there's, there's not, uh, there's not anything I can do that, that 500 other people in this business and not in this business yet can't do. Mm-hmm. I just happen to be in the right place at the right time, I suppose. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm also very lucky in that there's just a certain... I don't think I'm the actor people believe me to be. <laughs> Most of the time when I'm in the booth, you know, voicing this or that character, I find that this character happens to be very close to how I just talk normally. Like, they use words, and, you know, that I would use. Or that, I mean, it's funny. I, I, my, my personality, such as I have a core personality anymore, um, reflects in some strange way, just by luck of the draw, reflects a, a trope that is almost constant in anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Magane. Yes. The, the glasses Megane, character. Yes. There's, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, Megane. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is, it's hilarious how that's just me in real life. Without my knowing it, <laughs> I've been an anime trope well before I got into this <laughs> career. And so I just happen to be, you know, I happen to fit my natural tone of voice, my natural mannerisms, my natural, my, my own sort of inborn relationship to mm-hmm. words and expression tends to be very similar to these characters that crop up again and again and again and again in anime because there's just, I mean, there's, 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 all, there's about, you know, a dozen or so standard tropes or standard archetype, uh, archetypal mm-hmm. characters that crop up and I'm just very lucky to be one of them. Uh, and so they're like, oh, that's a Tatum character. Get Tatum in. You know, so it's funny. If, if the character has glasses and speaks elegantly um, and how many anime are there where that isn't a thing? <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's somebody in there that fits that bill. So I just happen to be around and they go, like, hey, get in there, do that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sheer luck. It is sheer luck. I promise you anyone else could be doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure with enough patience, my cat could do what I'm doing. I just happen to be uh, available and, uh, like I said, in the right place at the right time. I guess I'm halfway there, though, because I got glasses myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, Here I, guess, we go. Uh, I guess it's time for me to retire my my flag. <laughs> so, um, going on a more serious note here, you're a legacy anime fan. How do you feel um, LGBT characters have been represented in anime, especially recently? God, well, recently, I mean, I'm I'm actually very surprised. Um, growing up as I did, in an era where LGBT characters were not addressed at all, and mm-hmm. if they were in any genre, it was usually in the negative, or they were just comic relief. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of, I mean, I, this sounds so dramatic, but mm-hmm. I, I it, there is some truth to it. I think I, I kind of grew up uh, being a gay man myself. I grew mm-hmm. up without really any role models that mm-hmm. resonated with that facet of myself uh, because it just wasn't it wasn't part of public discourse and if it was it was always in the resoundingly negative mm-hmm. so I I think that now to see um, a great example as I'll bring up Oron mm-hmm. um, 
Oron just got me from the beginning. Before I even, you know, tried to to audition for it, uh, I got to work on it a little as a writer, doing some time coding for Monica Rial, who, mm-hmm. who was the, the lead adaptive writer for the series, right. who also played Range. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a wonderful person, so I loved the oh, chance yes. to get to work with her on that. But I had no concept of what the show was about. I had never heard anything about it. I certainly, mm-hmm. you know, knew it was popular. And I sat down and watched a few episodes to to get ready to time code, and I saw. <laughs> What was going on? That there's a there's there's a lot of very subversive, you know. Um, I hate to say sexuality because it makes mm-hmm. it sound like the show is very sensual and it's not it, no, a it sensual show. But but the characters and their sexual identity is central to mm-hmm. to the plot, not just the comedy, but to the deeper uh, heart of the show, which is mm-hmm. really I think what makes it such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have these characters who are all the more subversive for being underplayed. I mean, mm-hmm. they they don't make a big deal out of it. Like, it's just understood. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, you know, Kyoya is clearly not quite sure which way he swings. Yeah. And the twins between the two of them, you know, Kaoru is clearly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, the gay one. And it's just accepted. Everyone, mm-hmm. that's just who it is. You know, Haruhi is not, t- uh, for example, the main character of the show is not tied to this or that um I is does not tie to a gender identity as such. She's mm-hmm. yet to find one, so she doesn't care. Dress like a boy, I'll dress like a boy. Dress like a girl, fine, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, and that is that is it's so underplayed, it's so taken for granted that I think that's more meaningful for me uh, mm-hmm. to see the way characters, uh, LGBT characters, are addressed as just being there. They're just part of the mm-hmm. scenery. Uh, they belong. You know, they're mm-hmm. not. They're not. Um, I guess uh, they're not focused on to such a degree. They're not made to seem like freaks, right. I suppose. And that is new. That's something I myself, at least, have only encountered in the past, say, ten years, looking mm-hmm. at a lot of these shows. And and I have to say, I, I credit anime a lot, a, a lot of the times, with that because I think anime is just whether it's it's Japanese pop culture consciousness is mm-hmm. just far ahead of our own, or, or there's something about the anime crowd in general. But the, these ideas, these notions, these you know, tolerance, just you know, just there mm-hmm. is something that I only first encountered in in you know uh, media format uh, in anime. Right. Uh, so I I love it. I think it's great. I think we're going in the right direction. I, I mm-hmm. think and slowly slowly the rest of the world seems to be following suit. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. Yes, it seems to be going that way anyway. So um, back to the more funny side. You're a man of many stories at conventions <laughs> and. Um, hey, what's a convention without a story? Or a exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've you know relayed a few to my to uh, my folks, especially to mm-hmm. uh, my sister who absolutely loves you. Which one? Is, which one is your favorite to recount over and over and over God, again? My favorite. I have so many. It's so <laughs> hard for me to play the favorites game. I have so many stories. Um, <laughs> So I typically just go with whatever is fresh in my mind. Um, I'll give you a slew. I knocked out uh, the drummer for a Japanese band. Um, accidentally. It was purely by accident. I kept, uh, I kept, um, you know, uh, missing my cue. So I was running from my table behind the scenes and there was this door and I was running to leave because I had to get somewhere. Maybe I had to like a racehorse I don't remember now <laughs> all I know is I opened that door and I immediately felt this huge resistance and heard someone fall and a bunch of people on the other side go oh <laughs> and I looked and there's you know this beautiful drummer who's like on his ass just completely knocked out cold and the others are looking at me and I'm like oh oh come on come on come on 
And it kept funny. He just kept coming up to me for the rest. I mean, he turned out to be okay, thank God. <laughs> they were coming from a set, not going to one. So I was like, oh, thank God. I didn't, I didn't. And I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to You were saying about being lucky and, earlier? And, and, yeah, lucky, right? And so, but he kept coming up to me like the whole weekend. And I spoke just enough Japanese to, to be able to like screw things up. And I think at some point I, was, I tried to say, which is something to the effect of like, you know, let's, oh, it's over here. Your place is here. That's where you're supposed to be. And and, and what I'd accidentally said was your skull. That's your skull. <laughs> it was uh, and, and so he was all, so he would just look at me with this grim, like just flat expression and point to the spot on his head that I had hit with the door. The thick door, by the way. This was not just any door. This was a thick curtain wall door that just plowed into him like a Mack truck. And I, I felt so bad. So I bought him many, many drinks and we became friends. I, well, I think we did. I'm not sure. He never did smile. <laughs> there was that. There was running into the cosplayer um, uh, in the bathroom at one time when I was in Boston, actually, a few years ago. Oh, wow. um, Isaac, there was an Isaac cosplayer. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite characters. My favorite duo in all of anime is Isaac and, and Miria, who are just oh. fantastic. Speaking, oh. of course, of Caitlin Glass, who played Miria, who was also Haruhi, so got to give her a shout-out because she is phenomenal. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, those are my two favorite characters. Isaac is one of my all-time favorites. He was, like, he, he's the one character that I would like to be when I grow up, if, if given a chance. You know, I want to be that, that crazy, 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 dunderheaded, wonderful, just playful soul who never dies. Um, that's 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 also important. But uh, the show had just come out. The dub, mm-hmm. rather, had just come out, and uh, people were really responding to it. So I was very happy, mm-hmm. and I was just about to go on stage for opening ceremonies, and I had to go to the restroom. I couldn't mm-hmm. hold it back, so I'm like, I'll yeah. be right back. So off I go. And while I'm washing my hands at the sink, I notice there's a guy sitting next to me uh, mm-hmm. washing his hands, who's dressed like Isaac, cowboy Isaac, and I can't. Mm-hmm. I get really fanboy. I'm like. Oh my God, so I kind of I don't know what to say. So I turn to him with I, I don't want to be a creep, and I'm like, sorry, are you are you are you cosplaying Isaac from from Bacchanal? And he's like, yes. As a matter of fact, oh my god! And like when he sees me, and he jumps on me, and we hug, and we start like like jumping up and down in circles. And he takes me outside to go see. Him. Like our hands are still sopping wet, and we he takes me outside to see his Miria, his girlfriend. They were they were phenomenal. So that's oh. that's a great. I have tons of them. I have tons. Those are the clean ones. Those are just yes. the clean ones. Oh yes, we can't uh, really delve into stuff like that here. I mean, sure, we have explicit moments on our podcast, but um, I have it. Well, I mean, there's there's I. One of my favorites too. I just thought of this one too. This is great. Oh boy. Uh, no. It's it's kind of dirty. No, it's not dirty. <laughs> but uh, the love of my life and I singing uh, 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 Alphonse de Tintassin from Bizet, the Pearl Fishers, which is an extremely obscure thing. While the Japanese, while the J-pop band is beatboxing to us, uh, singing it uh, in an Irish pub. <laughs> that is that can only happen at a convention, by the way. Exactly. Nowhere else do this do those things do this confluence of bizarre circumstances just quite intersect in, in such a way so thank god I've had such an amazing life because of cons <laughs> cons give me stories this is why I go to them exactly and then we get stories from you that we can share to everybody else so it's Uncle Michael's story time story hour <laughs> just get like a little fireplace and just roll it around with me and I can sit next to it exactly <laughs> yeah. how are we doing on time? Still on time? Okay. So it. <laughs> It's my job to make us go over. I always have to go over. <laughs> At least a minute. Okay, so um, you did mention uh, fans, you know, who dress as your characters oh, and yeah. just, you know, love your work. Uh, how is it that you seem to deal with the seemingly infinite amount 
of fanboys, fangirls, God, shippers, I, all that I stuff. I love it. I don't understand how anyone can get tired of it. Like, it's so much fun. Because, I mean, I look at it like this. They're they're not in love with me. I mean, they they it's it's misplaced. I mean, if they're in love with me, they're in love with the characters, right? And that's awesome because I'm in love with the characters too. Like that's, right. as an actor, that's what drew me to them. And you know, always getting a chance to bring them uh, to life in some form or fashion is fantastic. <laughs> Especially because you're doing a dub, um, and it's something that already exists in Japanese. So it's very <laughs> akin to doing stage work where you feel you're taking up the mantle of a character that has been played by many other actors, and so you feel at home. You feel it like you're part of a continuum. Uh, of, Never thought. Of of it that expression way, that, that harkens back to this character, which I love. It yeah. makes me feel like part of a family. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Um, actually, I think I'm just, I just, I, I don't know. That's just how I, it's always struck me. That's to me the appeal of, of this particular kind of acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so meeting fans, especially the cosplayers that like go all out to kind of honor these characters in the way mm-hmm. they do, like it's great. It's fun. I mean, like I said, I love the characters too. So meeting fellow fans, like I, that's why I call them fellow fans. I mean, we're fans of the characters. They may love yes. me, but it's not really me. They love they love the characters, and that's <laughs> as it should be. That those those characters I play are far more interesting and worthy of attention than just me on my own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, that's I, I love it. I love that. Um, I love, it's just fascinating. I think someone it's it's, it's what's the uh, the appeal of anime too in general, and it has always been for me is that it's mm-hmm. so character driven, mm-hmm. and you you can go to a con and I think I've said this elsewhere, but surely it bears repeating. You know, you can go to a con and see people. It's like wow, they really are into these characters. They identify with them so strongly that they want to dress up with them and they mm-hmm. want to you know have their, make their own stories. That's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic to get to be part of something like that and to just to say that you know I got to be the voice. You know. Uh, you know, I feel like I look at them like, "Hey, I did the voice, but you look a lot better in that outfit than I ever would." So, <laughs> good on you! Like together, together we share the burden of of this character in the here and now. <laughs> but um, you know, I'd say, yeah, I walk around a con. I don't, I don't see anyone dressed up as a plot twist or, or, <laughs> or, or, or as a big explosion. You know, that, that, that is that is comforting. That is comforting. I think I think anime fans are sensitive, uh, a very sensitive lot. They're very sensitive to to the. Uh, weft and wold of characters and, and deeper storytelling and that is very encouraging to someone like me because that's what I'm into mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I do I feel I feel very much at home mm. so um, we are the, of course you know the Toonami Faithful podcast you're a huge fan of anime like we said before yeah, you're a yeah. legacy fan as I like to say I love that <laughs> legacy fan <laughs> sounds like a car <laughs> <laughs> exactly the new 2013 legacy fan <laughs> so um, did you ever watch Toonami when it was originally on Cartoon Network and oh, have yeah. you had a chance to watch it oh, yeah. Uh, recently yeah yeah, it's harder to watch it now because mm. I'm on it so much, and it's, it's hard to watch stuff that you've done because you think, "Oh, that's me." <laughs> and it's crazy. I mean, that's the thing. I, I I'm not one of those actors that goes, "Oh, I can never watch what I've done." I just no, I can't. <laughs> I will watch it because I think I should just to kind of learn from it. But it's it's weird. It's hard. It's like, well, it's done. That line is never going to be other than what it is. It's done. It's finished. It's over. Um, it's it's a very different experience. If you'd have told me, say, fifteen years ago mm-hmm. that I'd be watching Toonami um, mm-hmm. as as a professional, so mm-hmm. to speak, like going, "Oh, that's me. Let's watch tonight." Oh, that's right. I'm on TV tonight. Uh, that mm-hmm. that was that that would have blown my mind. I wouldn't have believed you. I can scarcely <laughs> believe people when they tell me now. Um, I remember, you know, over a decade ago when I first encountered Cowboy Bebop, which of course had been around for a few years by the time I got to it. 13 years um, almost nonstop at Adult Swim. So. Right. I know there's a reason, but that's a fantastic show. My mm-hmm. God, it's one of the best television shows, period, animated mm-hmm. or not, that I've ever seen. But I, uh, I'd been out of anime for a little while. Mm-hmm. 
because you know you 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 come and go and it you you grow out of it then you grow back into it you know I'd been into it when I was a kid and then then after uh, the wave of Pokemon came over I was like well I guess I'm not really the age <laughs> I'm not the demographic for it anymore and so I kind of moved away from it and then it was then the second wave hit with <laughs> Cowboy Bebop and I started watching it again I thought oh my god this is great and I fell in love with the dub because I thought the dub was just. <laughs> I mean, hell, the dub. I'll just say it is is that that is an inspiration to all of us that are in the industry now. Mm-hmm. Have that dub uh, to thank for our idea of a modern dub and the idea mm-hmm. of you know just what what you can do and to make something beautiful that can be a work of art every bit as as uh, as independent and, and gorgeous as the original animation mm-hmm. uh, it, that it's adapting. But uh, when I watched Cowboy Bebop, I was like, "Oh my god, I love it! I love it!" And here, and now I'm in the industry where, like, I'm I'm pals with Steve Bloom. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm pals with Spy. If you told me <laughs> while I was watching my first run of Cowboy Bebop, you know, I, I just going, "Wow, this is great! I'm glad I'm back in anime now. This is oh man, who knew?" And the music, <laughs> wow! If you'd have told me then that less than six, seven years later, um, I'd be sitting in a room with Steve Bloom. Uh, and telling him what an inspiration he was and, he, and him telling me, oh my God, I love mm-hmm. your work. Like, I would not have believed you. It does mm-hmm. not feel real. And I still, I think I wait for for people to, to pinch me and for me to wake up still in my, my really shitty cube farm job uh, <laughs> going, well, yep, that was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully it isn't. So, um, so well, you say. I don't know. I don't know. Can I trust you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you certainly can. So uh, that's about all the time we have. Uh, thank you very much to oh, Mr. Tatum for joining pleasure. us once again. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you. Was, thank you. This has yeah, been fun. A secret... A secret um, um, wish of mine is to get uh, you, Terry, us, and Steve Yurko, uh, one of us and Steve Yurko from the One Piece podcast to have the, the great triple threat podcast <laughs> collaboration. So, Oh, uh, well, Steve is here. Steve is Steve here. Yurko is so, here. I saw him all ago. We had an epic yeah. hug. Unicorns were produced out of it. <laughs> it happened. I was there. <laughs> Steve! You have to say his name oh like that. <laughs> It's all right. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Michael, for joining us. And uh, that's going to do it. we got a little bit more coming to you from the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, AAC. So stick around. So uh, we're going to do Toonami Talkbacks and get the fuck out of here. And that's how I'm coming back in from the show. I'm not editing that. We're this, I'll, that's how we come back in. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Okay. Um, um, I got... Before we get into the... Before we get into the tsunami talk, bit, <laughs> you're not letting Jose get right into it. <laughs> I know. He wants to get right into it. Yeah, so we get that's the fuck you... out of here. Um, I just wanted to quickly, while I still have you, Zach, and Steve on the podcast... Um, yeah. Because they're obviously next month going to announce stuff for next year. Uh, what shows would you like to see on the block? Um, well, we mentioned 
before the Tatum interview, we mentioned uh, Summer Wars, and that made me think of uh, Eden of the East since they have almost the same plot. Um, Except Eden of the East has no action. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I it's I think it's a very good entry level anime. I think that's why I I, uh, I feel like it would be cool. But you're right. It's it's a different type. It's a thriller kind of thing. It's not really action. It's Ghost in the Shell standalone complex without any of the action scenes. Um, I I mean. What do I see them announcing? I really do see them uh, announcing Attack on Titan. I don't know if that'll be the next announcement, but I think it'll be soon. Yeah, so do I. Uh, and, uh, to be realistic and not, you know, things I want to see on Tsunami. What do you guys think about AO maybe coming to? No. You don't think that's going to be on there? I really don't. I think... I don't either. Because, look, I, I know that we reviewed it. I haven't seen it myself, but I know that we reviewed it on Geeky. Um, but it just, it seems like the fan backlash is just huge on that show. Which yeah. is weird, and I'm, I'm not going to really tell you how I feel about part two, but part two, it, it makes me sit there and go, so why are people pissed about this kind of deal? So I have no idea. I've never seen it. So, couldn't tell you. you guys are going to have to wait till the review. So, but, um. I mean, I think it, from after seeing part one and part two, you know, I, I do think that it should be on there. But, you know, I, I don't think I'll so because fans will, I think fans are going to hate that show. I think fans have already spoken about how much they hate that show so much. And that probably has already scared Toonami off on it. Then again, Sword Art is on the air. <sighs> and GXP had a full run. Yeah. That's anyway, true. Steve, what would you what, would, what do you think will be on? Tough question to ask me because <laughs> I don't know. You're just the one piece guy. I know. I know. I'm, I guess I'm Mr. Casual. One piece anime. will be on. I'm Mr. Casual anime fan, and it takes okay. it takes a lot of convincing for me to like check out a new show. And I'll be honest, some of them blend together. I can't even tell the difference if you showed me screen caps sometimes. So um, um it's gonna be Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> I totally and I asked this anonymously in the Q&A and it totally did not get answered. I said if there was an animated version of Breaking Bad, do you think it would fit on Tsunami? The answer is yes. Ticket. The answer is clearly yes. yes. And it should be. It should exist and it should be on Tsunami. There's right a now. Spanish version of Breaking the answer Bad. Is obvious. There's a Spanish version of Breaking Bad. Why not oh an animated version? Oh my god, Walter Blanco. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Walter Blanco. It's coming to Univision. Very soon, I think I have. But isn't it is, is isn't it the Spanish word for cancer or something? That's what it's. I think the name of it is is the Spanish word for cancer. Uh, I don't I don't remember what the name of it is. I just know Walter Blanco, which is funny. <laughs> I, I do think like I do think that maybe um, we will see some of the shows that have shown up on Toonami before, like maybe Outlaw Star, and yeah. maybe Yu Yu Hakusho because Yu Yu Hakusho at one point was one of the most requested shows yeah. on the block so I remember that um, um i see outlaw star more than i see you hog show because outlaw star is at least short yeah i see outlaw star first as well yeah Yu Hakusho, i think I can't, it'll be i can't see you show because it's so long that they're not going to dedicate uh, such a such a long time to a rerun you know true but if they put it farther back on the block I naruto mean, being really the exception it. i mean because remember Remember, Full Metal Alchemist is going to be taking off at some at some point because of the rights. So, you know, they may want to put that in its place. You know, it's something that's a little bit longer and that they don't have to replace right away. You know what I mean? Because they they seem to be tending to try to 
lean that way. I'd kind of like to see Samurai Champloo make its Toonami uh, premiere as well, seeing that uh, Space Dandy is going to be on in uh, January. Um, maybe, maybe even. I mean, I mean, Funimation owns it now. So I don't think fun. it would. I don't think this show would be on there, but maybe Trigun, even though it's it was on the April Fool's block, so to speak. But maybe that too. I you always I always like watching Trigun. I have no problem. So do with I. That. But it's so it's probably I. a little. They're probably looking for. I actually they're probably not looking for just new stuff. So who knows? But that would be cool. I wouldn't. I, I don't think it would get a lot of like woo Trigun's back. But I, I think I think I, I think. I think Outlaw Star will be back definitely because I think a lot of people want to see that. So I'd love to see that. I haven't seen that in a long time. I mean, I would love to see it, because, but I own it, so there's also that like uh, I'll watch it if it's on and I'm still up kind of factor to it because there's always that like I own this show. I don't really want to watch it on television. That being- but there again, there again, that kind of. Sorry to cut you off. I apologize. Um, but there again, like a lost star is kind of like one of those. Um, it, it actually answers that thing where people are like, well, I want something from the old tsunami black wolf. Here you go. Shut up. <laughs> and then people can't bitch. No, <laughs> you underestimate the internet. Anyways, well, speaking no, 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 of the no, internet, let's get to tsunami Talkback Cause we're here way too long. Um, so Julie Rosen, uh, at Red Five Necklace asks, sadly, no one asked the important question of, are there any plans to bring back Peter Cullen for promos? This has actually already been asked before 20 million times. Yes, it has. The answer is no. We all wish, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. The dude only does and Transformers believe... and Eeyore. That's it. It's uh, I don't even Howard think he does Eeyore Parker anymore. Right? Howard Parker? Yeah, it's Howard yeah, Parker. Yeah, it's Howard Parker. We have Howard, guys. Yep. Come down. So. <laughs> um,. 48 John at 48 John says no. That's it. Yes. That's all he said. So that's stupid. Oh, by the way, we need to thank uh, Funimation for helping us with the Toonami talk back this week. Oh, well, oh yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah. I did not. So, but thank you, Funimation. You guys rock. There's a reason for that, but I can't say that on the air. So I love how long it took us to answer the question. No. <laughs> <laughs> at UU Brotherhood says, Hey guys, what do you think the surprises for Daylight Savings Times will be? Along with what will they will announce in November? I think the Daylight I mean, Savings is going to be Kickheart for an hour. Just I'd mean the backdoor schedule that everybody sent me like 50 times it's the other day? It's going to be Kickheart, guys. It's going to be Kickheart for an hour. <laughs> and you're going to love it. It's going to be Dragon Ball Z all night long. No, don't even joke about like that. Would, <laughs> I feel like they would do that. So you want BPZ? You 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 bitchy motherfuckers. Okay, here you go. No, it's gonna be Dragon Ball Evolution. And no one's gonna watch it. <laughs> it's gonna be Dragon Ball Evolution, guys. I'm gonna watch it all one night. Yeah, I and I said this a long time ago, and I'll say it again, man. If we got tsunami in another freaking what, like five years, how long it's gonna take for us to get um, April Fools to be on Saturday night again? Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes. Play it. Yes. Yeah, I, that's the. Perfect April Fools. We we did say I don't know for daylight savings. I don't know. Kick hard for an entire hour. Like they could do a whole thing. Like your wish <laughs> has been granted. Tune into tsunami next week. You know, it's like oh my god, Dragon Ball is coming back and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the first time, tsunami Dra- has live action. <laughs> just just to nail it all home, just Dragon Ball Evolution and all the voices dubbed over by Tommy Wiseau. 
I would pay to see that. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would actually pay to see that. All right. So at uh, John the VG nerd says, uh, I wish for more reviews from past games like GT5, Black Ops 2, Just Cause 2. And I I don't know what this acronym is, but it's MFSMW uh, 2012 Remake. I don't know what that is. But, um, okay. Duly noted. Won't happen. <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed Fully Cooly and Ghost in the Shell last night. Any hints about the December lineup? I have a birthday on the 8th. Hey, we're not actually Toonami. These talkbacks don't go to them. <laughs> but happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no hints. And I'm glad you enjoyed Fully Cooly and Ghost in the Shell. Especially Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell is awesome. Jose is very glad about that. Yes. So here we go. Uh, M- at MXA Ghost. I still can't believe that we are going to have a six hour and a half challenge in 2014. Me neither. And people are already still mad about that. It's like, oh, it's not seven hours. Why is it not seven? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Where's the DBZ? <sighs> By the way, Matt, I'm not going to press the expand. No, Don't shut up. Oh, gods. <laughs> okay. Um, so at <laughs> Red 5 Necklace. Reading the Toonami Q&A, and I'm sad I wasn't invited to Tom's party. None of us were. Yeah, that's an exclusive one. He's out in space, man. It's really expensive to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about that. At Jim George Baker, do you think Zetman would be a good fit for the block? And I think he means Zeta Man? Or is it Zetman? Oh, no, no, there's a Zetman. I think it's a manga, though. I don't think it's an anime. No, it's an anime. It's on Neon Alley. Zetman? Yeah, I think. Because there's one by the creator of Vagabond or something. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it'll happen simply because it's on Neon Alley. But uh, as for it being a good fit, I don't know. I've never seen it. I just I saw it in a couple of Neon Alley promos. And that's how I remember it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, I stand corrected. So, at SL the FMA, would love it if they put in an Inuyasha movie, but I know it won't happen. You answered your own question. Thanks for that. Very efficient. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> at Zump1, I want to see Redline on Toonami most. That's correct, sir. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. I want to see on Redline, too. Um. Anyways, at... Uh, how the hell do I pronounce this? At AZAB. Borrow. Uh, movies I want to see are Redline, Revolutionary Group, Utena movie, not happening, and Eva 3, if it's ready, which it is. So, two of those you might actually see. Um, at the VG Junkie, uh, he wants to see uh, Summer Wars and Wolf Children. Summer Wars seems more likely than Wolf Children. Uh... Any comments? No? All right. We'll just no, keep, I agree with that. We'll keep yeah. going through these. At Atomic Bra, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Cowboy Bebop knocking on Heaven's Door. We wouldn't either. At Bart, at Batzro, I have no idea how to pronounce this. Fernando, <laughs> One Piece Strong World would definitely be nice. Yes, it would. At B. Woody, 1994, One Piece Strong World uh, and Eva 3.33 should be two of the movies. Yes, we agree. At Fire Red Spectrum, Paprika, Grave and the Fireflies, oh, and how about Summer Wars? Those are not happening. No. No way. Definitely not those first two. 
especially Grave of the Fireflies, then you, you're going to have a, tons of people killing themselves after Toonami that night. Oh. It's true. That movie's really sad. Yeah, yeah. And Paprika. It was sad that that, that would happen. Yeah, and Paprika, well, that's just that's too hardcore for Toonami, I think. Let's get some perfect blue on Toonami. I would love to see that movie. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't think of a better choice. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not more hardcore than Paprika. I don't know. Paprika, it's more psychological. It doesn't have any action. How about, um, how about perfect blue? Where, you know, perfect blue. Full frontal nudity shots, yeah. Yeah. yeah Tsunami, I, I think, I think Jarrell would agree. Uh, there is not enough. Uh, I want to see the movie. promo for that with a Peter Cullen voiceover. <laughs> God. It's like it's just the last scene of her having sex, and it's like, take it, girl. I don't know. <laughs> her, in the, wow. her in the rape movie. scene. <laughs> what was the theme of that movie again? I don't know. It Black was, Swan. It was like Black Swan rape ish. Uh, yes. It's all about rape, that movie. But yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm sadly picturing doing this now, like me ripping the bl- perfect Blu ray and finding the rape scene in that and just getting a Peter Cullen voiceover and just be like, <laughs> take it, girl. Or something like that. How the hell are you gonna saying that? Just something completely Stalk inappropriate. Stalk him at a convention. Just be like, could you say take it, girl, please, real quick? No, he won't say it, so you'll have to like kind of like throw something at him that says on He's like, take it, girl. Good, we got it. We got it. <laughs> he's saying it with a question mark. <laughs> well, that, that would probably be better, because you really don't want to say it like, take it, girl. Because that's, that's not a fun scene. By the way, go watch Perfect Blue. It's a great movie. It is. I don't know why I brought it up there. Because <laughs> we brought up Paprika. Yeah, it's, that's the reason. Um, at Mike Highwind. For movies, I would love to see the Berserk trilogy films. Also not going to happen. Yeah. We, we're really picking movies that are way too hardcore for Tsunami here. <laughs> Especially ones that have a rape in them. Like, we're really going out there for the rape. Um, hey, is there um, any Trigon movies, actually, while I'm thinking? Uh, Trigon, Badland, yeah, Rumble. And there's a rape scene in that one, too. <laughs> okay, well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. There's not a rape scene. Yeah, I, 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 was I, was I, know, I know Jose now. And I knew he was kidding. I hope so. There's... I was like, I'll wait for it. I'll wait for Jose. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, at Spartan Sword, should air Evangelion 3.33. That's true. Uh, at Demon Corpse, or Daemon Corpse, I can't, I don't know how. There's an A in that word. The FMAB movie or EVA 3 would be fitting, but I really want to see Summer Wars, even if it's not summer anymore. That's another reason why it wouldn't be appropriate, I guess. Um, at... I, I think the fact that it was summer really had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, because that was such a big like, hey, deal. Is... They, they had school during that movie anyway, so it wasn't even like American summer. Anyways, at Nine Claw Tiger, OP Strong World a thousand times. They only have three slots for movies, so... I don't care. That's still not enough. A thousand times. Wouldn't that be, like, the entire <laughs> month? <laughs> still yeah. not enough. At Shin Snipes, I absolutely love the new starting time, and I can't wait for the new anime also. Uh, colon D. At Zether 77 probably a long shot, but a Ghost in the Shell slash Pat Labor double feature would be awesome. Uh, I would love that, uh, but Ghost in the Shell, I think the only one that could air is really Solid State Society. The other two... Really Pat Labor would be really cool, or I can never pronounce it, Pat Labor. Pat Labor's uh, old, though. It, yeah, I don't, th- I don't see that. Yeah, I think it would be really cool, and I personally think it would fit, but it's too old, and I don't see it coming to TV. But, yeah. yeah. 
Like Ghost in the Shell, the, the the Solid State Society movie is the only one that could air. The other two, uh, Ghost in the Shell one, there's too much nudity and it's kind of gory. Uh, Ghost in the Shell two, there's a lot of talking. It's a great movie though. Go see it. It's really pretty, really really pretty. If you've never seen it, I for one hope the films won't be related to the series that they air already on the block. Uh, at CP Justy says, so stuff like Redline or whatever. Basically, he said Redline. At J.D. Fisher, would love to see FMA Sacred Star of Melios, Cowboy Bebop movie, and maybe a Naruto slash One Piece movie throughout the three weeks. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention any Naruto movies. There are Naruto movies. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. but I'm. And that will know. be the last time we mention them. All right. So, uh, at War Emu 7, looking forward to Space Dandy movies. Uh, Rurouni Kenshin, New, New Kyoto Arc. It's not happening because that's Sentai. Akira, not happening because it's too gory. And Summer Wars, we're not sure on that one. I'm just crushing people's dreams as they suggest them. I'm really well, sorry about that. Well, your nickname is Dream Crusher. Well, a lot of people are suggesting Summer Wars. Yeah, a lot of people were suggesting Summer Wars, though. It's kind of weird. B. Woody, 1994, says, Please let two of the movies be Strong World and 3.33. At Dancing Mer- Moroku? Miriku? I have no idea. Tales of Vespero, First Stroke. No, it's not Moroku. Um, Tales of Vespero, First Strike. Uh, first Stroke was funnier. First Stroke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, don't, I don't see it happening. Cause it's a Especially game. if that's the title. Yeah, it's no, a game. I'm sorry. Um, at Yushiro... Uh, Jay- DeMarco teased us earlier in the year asking us what our favorite DBZ movie is I'm betting that'll be the one I don't think so because those are all only an hour long and they're supposed to feel like two, three hours so probably not uh, at F- F- FB over Fab over I guess um, Hellverse, Read or Die or Summer Wars, Read or Die is not a movie it's really a Really Wasn't it. there a movie though? I thought it aired on Adult Swim it, way back. That was the OVA, and they just cut oh. it out to be a movie. Oh, okay. Technically not a movie. Plus, they've already aired it. I don't think they'll air it. So, also, oh, it's Anaplex, so that's got to be really complicated to get at. Uh, oh, here's one. Um, at Brad Smith, movies I'd like to see: Redline and Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Then maybe a Trigun movie or the first Broly movie. Uh. Again, the DC stuff. Uh, if it's the adult DC stuff, I actually don't mind seeing that. But I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, like I said, I think it's going to be something more related to the shows. Uh, Anime Savior says the fact that Space Dandy is going to be on Toonami is a big stand-ima- statement for both the block and the anime industry. And that I guess, I guess, yeah, he's right. I mean, the world's getting a lot smaller. Uh, and this is just more proof of that. Thanks, Internet. What's an interesting one? Because I'm, we have a lot of them this week. I can do it. There's too many. I got one more. Something off a Tumblr. Sure, but let me get through this last one, and I think we'll we'll call it for Twitter. At based Ryu says endless waltz would be a perfect Christmas movie for Toonami. It's not gonna happen though because of Bondi. Yep. It would be, but it yeah yeah. So I'll read it. I'll maybe just read like three of the Tumblr questions if you don't mind. 
Actually, I'm just going to do two of them because these two are actually legitimate questions. Uh, the first one, which is from Anonymous. Surprise, surprise. As I'm sure you guys are aware, Space Dandy is coming to Toonami in January. What? Along with... <laughs> along with... The... I, I guess he was going to say movies in the coming December. With all the big things happening... God, this guy has bad spelling. With Toonami, which are... Which are good, by the way. Do you worry that DeMarco and the gang are biting off more than they can chew? Also, will there be a discussion about this in the podcast? No. No. To both. No to both? Yes, no to both. <laughs> They're not biting off more than they can chew. As, uh, look, me, me and Paul have actually gotten to sit down with um, with the Toonami staff, and we've gotten to sit down at, you know, and speak pretty bluntly with those I'm guys. They're really, not, they're really not taking on more than they can chew. They're really they're hardworking no matter what, even if this, even if they were getting paid for this or were not getting paid for this, it makes no difference. The, the amount of work that they would do for the block. So no, I don't think they're taking on more than they can chew. Mm-hmm. And no, we're not going to discuss any of the things he asked about on the podcast ever. That's stupid. Why would we discuss space dandy and movies? That's true. I know. Jesus. Um, Another question that was asked. Uh, hey guys, I was wondering where or how do you guys get the Tsunami style lower third effect when doing your character profile videos? Thanks for your time. And that was from Astrun Fire on Tumblr. Uh, ask Caboose. That would be Caboose Jr. Yeah. That's where we get all of our uh, Tsunami related stuff because he's a video genius. Yeah, he's, he's really good at graphics, which is a weak area of mine. Um, and so he, he, he helps out a lot and does stuff for us. Um, and you know, he puts them out there for people to use. So go get them. They're, they're really, they're really accurate. They're really good to, uh, what Tsunami actually has. He has a really good eye for detail, like a, a freakishly good eye for detail. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, um, kudos, man. Cause that guy's amazing. Yes, he is. Uh, I'll ask two more quick ones, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Nikki BT Gay, I don't know why they made themselves this name, but do you ever miss the older shows of the Toonami Past? Do you ever rem- miss the old older shows of the Toonami Past or like the newer content? I don't really miss stuff because I have it. That's true. You do have a lot of fucking anime. Yeah. I just, I, the, the only things I miss are what I don't have. And I, I mean, this yeah. has a much larger library than me. So there's stuff that I do miss. Yes. But for the most part, I miss, I miss the, I miss Ronin warriors. I miss the original Thundercats. I'm not, I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> you and one other person. All right. So let's move on. I'm joking. Uh, was there any more? Is that it? Okay. Anyways, Jartiga95, and this will be the last question, uh, asked, with the recent success anime has gotten with the new Toonami, is it only a matter of time before anime will return on the weekdays? Um, it will never return to weekdays from yep. Toonami. Yep. Toonami won't, no. no. Anime may. Now, kids' anime, maybe. But not in Toonami. I mean, Probably like, not, Dragon Ball but... Z and Pokemon are still really popular, so and they're still yeah, on weekdays. Pokemon is still on Cartoon Network, yep. They're on weekdays, so question answered. They're on weekdays. There you go. Yep. 
Um, but no, as as for like hardcore anime fan stuff, like uh, Attack on Titan and Akira and that stuff, no, that'll never become like super mainstream stuff. It's is going to be our special little snowflake forever. Hmm. We can try though. I hope to be proven wrong. Hopefully Funimation or whoever cracks the code and figures out, hey, this is how we make everything mainstream. All right, well, I think that's it that we can ask on the Tumblr. We have some that were from way back that we never got to answer, but I think that's good for Tumblr. Uh, if you guys have questions, you can actually ask us on our Tumblr page, tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com too. So if you don't want to do Toonami Talkback, you can also ask questions there. Yeah. By the way, thank you for actually responding to the Toonami Talkback this week. Jesus. We, we, we finally have like a lot of people responding to this one, so thank you for it's that. It's Funimation, right? Yeah. It's Funimation. It's always Did Funimation. Say- yeah. Thank you, Funimation, for helping us. We we greatly appreciate it, and we like the relationship we have. <laughs> that we is like, not creepy at all. We like to keep it casual, you know? Call me. <laughs> we like to keep it casual. Also a little creepy. You should be watching. Okay. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, Steve, why don't you tell us where we can find you? Give us your exact coordinates. Yeah, I'll give you the longitude and latitude. <laughs> oh, the best place to find me is uh, on Tumblr. You can follow me at steveyurko.tumblr.com. Also, follow me on Twitter at steveyurko, all one word. And, of course, also I'm on DeviantArt. I've got my own site, steveyurko.com. But more active on the first two, so that's the best place to track me out. Uh, Zach. Uh, my coordinates are. Th- Son of a bitch! I dropped a pen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you could uh, you could find me at Twitter at twitter.com slash zach underscore logan. That's z a c h underscore logan, or uh, Twitter one piece podcast. Um, check out our podcast where we have an interview with Stephanie Young this week. Um, and we're going to have some really cool stuff coming up in the next few weeks, including a review of strong world, um, probably around the week it comes out. So the 18th, um, yeah, I think that's everything going on with me though. OPP Japan. Oh, right. OPP Japan. But Jose, isn't that your plug? Yeah, that's kind of my plug at this point. Um, (laughs) so to, to fill in from his plug, uh, OPP Japan is the project that we're working on. Uh, we hope to premiere it soon. We are coming along pretty nicely. I'm a little behind on the Universal Studios Japan stuff because it's long, and I had to kind of stop editing. Um, Just follow Jose on Twitter if you want the full analysis because it's it's a lot of fun to to read. Yeah, and um, but there's also it's also my personal Twitter account, so I apologize for all the other stuff you don't give a shit about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to I had to do a lot of research on Greg actually because I didn't. I wasn't familiar with Hokotate, and now I'm like a Hokotate expert. Um, it it actually just got canceled, so I apologize for that. Oh, damn yeah. it! Uh, there was a controversy. Is all I know. With, with well, that is that show. official? Is that a is that a, well? It's on hiatus, right? That- yeah, it's on indefinite hiatus. Oh. Which for us in the TV biz, which I'm not in, but I'm gonna say us. Yeah. Um, well, I hope it comes back just so I can see Greg or anybody on. Japanese television. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, go watch those episodes if you can find them. They're pretty cool. I don't understand a word, but they're pretty cool. Anyways, you can find me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O on Twitter. 
Uh, you can follow me on Tumblr at jeargumedo.tumblr.com. And, uh, you know, keep a lookout for cool stuff I'm doing. Uh, recently, I did a Neon Alley review, an updated Neon Alley review for Geeky. Um, I'm working Which on. Which good, by the way. Thank you. Um, and I'm working on uh, OPP Japan. It's a very big project that I'm very excited about. And I may have figured out my Japanese problem uh, because <laughs> I have a friend of mine who recently moved back from Japan, and I'm going to make him sit behind me as I edit. Nice. So hopefully this will uh, hopefully this will speed things up a little bit instead of having to wait on Greg, who's super busy in Japan, to get me translations for stuff. And by the way, um, hopefully some things that Jose is also going to review will be to him this week, so you may see some new things as well. Yeah, I really, so. I really want those damn movies already. Supposed to be here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's Akira. I, All right, never mind. We <laughs> already talked about it on Twitter. Everybody knows I'm supposed to get it. The other one is a the other one is a uh, secret though. I won't reveal that one. Um. So, anyways, uh, Paul, is that it? Okay. Um. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Piscirlo. My last name is spelled P E S C R I L O. Uh, you can also find me on Tumblr. Um I actually posted something about the whole Goku Superman thing because um, I found a different video when I was looking at geeky stuff the other day, which I found was really interesting, actually. So you should guys, you guys should watch that video that I posted. It is interesting. Um, and on the website, obviously, you get my username is tfadmin, and also every week you can find me on another podcast called Two Strangers One Podcast. So. That's it for me. That's it for the podcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs> 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 <laughs>